0: You a slice of unapologetic conversation. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Straight to Tape. My name is C. Perry the second the Mr. Fantastic of Podcasting's Fantastic Four. First, the comedian, <laughs> professional joke slinger Tico Gallo. What's good, Tico? Tico Man, Tico Man joining.
1: I don't know, I don't know. He was part of the Fantastic Four for a hot second. I don't know. I don't know. You know where I was going. But anyway, Spider-Man? how y'all people doing, man? Welcome to the show.
0: Not exactly sure where you were going with that, but hey, it is what it is. Well, you,
1: you know, know the Fantastic Four have shifted with. a whole bunch of people who have went, well. who have become part of the Fantastic Four, if I'm not mistaken. Spider-Man was part of the Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, on, two, on two two different occasions, but that's for you know that's for another nerd conversation.
2: Do that all facts
0: exactly the now the first lady of s2t the quintessential hip-hop mom keisha with a y what's good k
3: what's up y'all It's keisha with a y aka hip-hop mom aka tired of working mom i want to wake up and be a
0: princess mom and your mom's favorite mom wake up and be a princess interesting Mm
3: -hmm. yeah you know, I was off most of last week, so mm-hmm. going back to work yesterday was rough.
0: Yeah, I know. Was it? I'll be honest with you. Yeah, that uh that was not easy. It was not easy at all. So
4: now this Monday was a whole motherfucking Monday. It was a Monday Monday.
0: <laughs> yeah, true, true that, true that, true that, true that. And uh, of course, our social media assassin for the two one. It's Rob the Actual. What's good, Rob?
2: Man, it's your boy. You know how I do. Ruggedly handsome, geekishly intelligent, and always here to bring balance to the force. And and again, um, uh heavy on the, the rugged because I am in the final throes of No Shave November. And as you could tell, you know what I'm saying, I got my mountain man jack thing going on. You know what hey, I'm Mom
0: saying?
2: So, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know Black
0: Santa, Black Santa.
2: All of that good stuff. Everybody's a comedian in here. But um, <laughs> but yeah, man, we got a hot show for you tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, this is coming off. But um, tomorrow? some of it. I'm, I'm going to keep it a little scruffy, though. Right. You know, the mountain man look is in. You feel me?
3: Your latest love that. Right. Are you going tomorrow? Right.
2: Yeah, tomorrow. No, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I'm my own barber. Oh,
3: okay. All so... Yeah, a, and,
0: that's,
2: that's how I keep it. That's how I keep it all luxurious. You know what I'm saying?
0: And ladies and gentlemen, with us today, of course, he is the permanent guest host of Straight to Tape. Mm-hmm. You can catch him on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on his podcast, Intelligently Rat, Ratchet yes. Rapper host extraordinaire one half of the honey mustard boys one half ladies, and just, ladies and gentlemen. ladies and gentlemen it good. is my dude the honor to introduce my dude bishop omega what's no, good bishop?
4: what is going on with everybody or whatever you know hey rob i was on no shame november but then i realized i had a show that i was hosting i didn't want to go in there and scare the hell out of si- sky zoo because i look like i i I was a crab fisherman. You know what I'm saying? I look, I was on deadliest <laughs> catch. You know what I'm saying? My mustache, my mustache is like Idris was mustache in *Harder uh, They Fall*. It's real thick. It come up to here.
2: <laughs> That's what I look <laughs> like. I look like a king crab fisherman, like a, a deadliest <laughs> catch.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it like like Cornel West's mustache, Right, good. right, got, right, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: right. Yeah, that, that, that non-shave, hard body. yeah non, shave up and up the nose. Uh, lucky you still breathing. Yeah, man. Tight. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because
4: the do grow yeah. over the lip too. I get the old. I get yeah. up in the nose growth and under the uh, that, over the lip. So yeah, I'm that's the around. only
2: thing that that lip overhang is killing me, bro. But I might keep it for a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
5: That mountain man look is working. Yeah, hey,
0: I be, like that. Yeah, I, I, I bet you it won't be for a long little bit.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah,
2: y'all, y'all know me too well. Y'all know me too what, well. What
3: you mean? You gonna you gonna do it at ten o'clock tomorrow morning as opposed to eight o'clock? Like what?
2: Yeah, something like that.
3: You know he gonna get frustrated. Y'all,
2: y'all know he y'all know me frustrated. too well. Y'all know me too. Nah, I'm gonna lie, I gotta line this me. neck up. This neck got to go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. See, my right. neck connected neck to got my to chest go. hair. And
1: exactly. So- so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to talk. It's like I'm saying yes all the time, but it's really my chin is connected to my chest hair. So it's like that.
0: There it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. And there it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you can catch Straight to Tape Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Audio version of Straight to Tape is available on your favorite podcasting platforms. Don't forget, hit us up on social media, okay? Uh, Facebook, IG, Twitter, straight to tape. You know, hit that, you know, you know, follow us, like us, whatever. Uh, and also make sure you go to our, our YouTube channel, S2T Media. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that notification icon, you know, for the latest and the greatest. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special show for you, okay? Um, we gonna have a lot of fun today. Did I say fun or fun? I think I said fun. It's the talking already. Anyway, we're oh gonna have God. a lot.
2: She hitting up that Elijah Craig already. Pay Whoa. attention.
0: Yes, I'm not drinking the Elijah Craig. Okay, I'm not drinking Elijah Craig. But we are gonna have a lot of. fun. No, what it's not riches. Okay. No, 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 no. It's the wood. It's the uh, Woodenville. The uh, Woodenville. Um. Yeah. Uh, Woodenville bourbon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a it's a craft bourbon, okay. Uh not an uh a bourbon not done in Kentucky.
3: Oh,
0: yeah, exactly. It's actually done in done in Virginia. But anywho, can it
3: be called a bourbon if it's not done in Kentucky? No, yeah, like it's wine. still it, it, yeah, it's yeah, yeah.
0: still it's still a bourbon. It's still a bourbon, okay. Just because just because Kentucky don't have it on lock for bourbons, okay. They, I mean, granted, granted, it's the mecca of bourbons, but it does not mean that your bourbon has to come from Kentucky. It doesn't. Oh, okay. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's what but people yeah. can
3: drink bourbon that's not from Kentucky say.
0: Anyway. Uh, Look, ladies and gentlemen, special show and special show, you know, special shows are made for special guests. Okay, Uh, and we have some special guests for you today. Let's start first. Mm, 20 years in the music industry. um, Songstress you know, extraordinaire, okay? I mean, you heard her with, you know, you heard her with Erica Badu. Uh, You, you know, you you remember her from the foreign exchange. Uh, Her latest solo offering, the ceremony, is available on all of your favorite digital streaming platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor and a privilege to have on with us, joining us in the S2T virtual studio. Ladies and gentlemen, Yazira is in the building. Let's give it up for Yaz.
2: Give it
6: up for Yazira. Hi hey there. How are you? Yazz, what's what's up? going on, beautiful oh, people? Oh. How are you? I I'm you great. Long I, I know. I haven't been hiding. But maybe hibernating, you know? But yeah, it's I'm about good. That time I'm of so glad too. to see you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and COVID, after I was done freaking out, um, yeah. uh-huh. you know, really knocked me for a loop. I, I actually contracted COVID while I was out on the road. Oh, wow. In Indiana, oh, wow. And I didn't know that I had mm-hmm. COVID until I returned home and realized that mm-hmm. what I'd experienced was COVID. Um, and so I spent the last year as a long hauler recovering. So now yeah. I'm finally, you know, I'm coming. It's spring for me while it's winter for everybody else.
0: Right. I get it. (laughs) Right.
3: You
6: know, yeah.
0: No, but look, it is an honor and a privilege uh, to have you here and have you with us on, uh, on straight to tape. Okay. Look, 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 before, you know, before we even go into, uh, you know, your history, and and you know and 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 what you've done and who you've been with on the road in the studio that is uh your your new offering uh the ceremony okay uh look tell us tell us what was the inspiration behind the ceremony because i know there was some distance between your last offering and this offering so what, what what was the inspiration behind the ceremony
6: It's a a great question that you asked. Um, Adult puberty, for real. Um, Ten years ago, I put out The Ballad of Purple St. James. My life was extremely different. I was married. A lot of people didn't know that I was married. I was married for um, seven years. I was with my partner for 12 years. And just as the record started to do this, I got pregnant, but the marriage started to do that. And um, I ended up Caring, you know, having my child at the time, having a beautiful baby boy, and then kind of moving on with my life, and also breaking up with the foreign exchange in the middle of all of that, as my relationship oh. was breaking up, which was which was a wild set of endings and beginnings for me. And um, if anybody, if any of y'all have been divorced, you know the the age you are when you divorce is kind of like the age you were when you got married. So yes. you're starting,
5: yeah. Talk to you're me. starting all over.
6: You ain't got yeah. no game. You know, how it was outside is different than outside was the Ugh, last time you was outside. Man. True, <laughs> <yeah>. true. <laughs>
3: crazy, um, crazy different. Won't know right, internet the... dating back then. Well, you know. Blah, no, or whatever, no. You and, know you know, I just.
6: Yeah. And the game was just different. It was just different. Mm-hmm. And, and it's different again. Right. And so, you know, I had these 10 years, a 10 year span of like just kind of falling into myself. I hadn't realized that while I was even in that relationship and even other ones, I've been chipping off these pieces of myself to make mm-hmm. other people happy. And a lot of times, you know, people do that. And then also at the same time, I was reclaiming this really amazing, juicy, incredible side of myself that I had been suppressing, you know, for most of my life. Before maybe I even found my husband, I was mm-hmm. suppressing these things because of messages I was told I was supposed to be. Black women are supposed to do this, we're supposed to do that. And yep. also, yep, yep. you know, I really wanted to make a very specific type of record. And because of my affiliations with Erica, with the foreign exchange, you know, I wasn't able to do some of the records I really wanted to do because people had an expectation of me to make a, like, uh-huh. what was coming to the time of Neo Soul record. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't think the ceremony is not a black record. Mm-hmm. Um, cause black It's not, people... not a
3: black record.
6: Yeah, I would be surprised. I, 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 hear,
3: <laughs> I hear that same sentiment echoed by a lot of artists that are dubbed Neo Soul. They, like, hate yeah. that term because right. they feel uh-huh. similar to you. Like, it's soul music and it could span anywhere from borderline rock and roll to wherever it wants to go. So, you know, the industry just created that, that, uh, that, that term to put the like in a box, just to have a box to put them in.
6: Well, if we honest, it's racist because they know that where the Rosetta Stone of awesome and Mm -hmm. Even now, instead of saying, instead of putting Black folks in rock categories and alternative music, they've created rock our alt R&B. Yeah. So alt R and B mm-hmm. instead of just saying uh, a Black person made an alternative record, right. my race should not go before the alternative record I made, but it's still alt R and B, urban alternative. Yeah. But yep. because you know, not many of us like to rattle that cage, and and somehow it's become um, it's not cool to say when things are racist. Right. as long as no one's getting shot yeah and so <laughs> and it's real you know that's just real shit and so as long right. as no one's getting shot we don't say when things are racist we're starting to have these conversations but in the music industry where so much is predicated upon a dream and saying the right things so you can get through the door many of us aren't saying hey i made a rock and roll record you know I, I, what i'm dealing with is the same thing tina no less than what tina turner experienced
5: right. you mm-hmm. know
6: she's a soulful singer who was influenced by rock and roll. And right. growing up for me, my influences were Tina Turner, Prince, Madonna, Diana Ross, the uh, Aretha Franklin, all these people who made these crossover into mm-hmm. pop and into rock and roll. And and the, the irony is they, they were able to make that cross better then than they are now, yeah, uh, than they would have been able to do now. But I decided I really wanted to make this record. And I took the 10 years to do it. Uh, while I worked with other people to validate this space, I wanted to go into, um, mm-hmm. like Lenny Kravitz, who I was with for four years, who was very encouraging, and you know there are even members of Prince's out of the Prince's band who are on this album, um, yeah. who was one of my idols, and you know I was going through these very extreme things. I, I started a brand new relationship. I started to discover myself as a woman. Um, even now, I'm discovering. A whole other phase in myself because you know we evolve from age to age. I'm I'm in my mature forties now,
5: yeah, and so right.
6: you know mm-hmm. that's a whole other you know yep. <laughs> greater spaces, you know mm-hmm. greater you know greater Absolutely.
5: heights.
3: When and that light bulb comes on, and you talked earlier about kind of extracting your happiness from someone else's and realizing mm-hmm. that your happiness is your happiness. Definitely, women become unstoppable when. You realize that and it takes some women. It took me a long time, but yeah. it takes some women a while to realize that, like, you be but your own. happy, me, And that's everybody, you know. I think. But women, women wrap their happiness in their partners so much more that I see than men do. Mm -hmm. Uh, men are able to compartmentalize a lot more than women are.
6: Well, they're encouraged to compartmentalize from the time they're 10 o'clock and then you discover 10 10 years old and discover their penises. They're like, this is what it is and this is what it ain't and this is what it's gonna be while, you know, M- mamas tell their daughters, you know, you, you, you go through school, you do well, you, you go to college. Mom, then comes Mary. Right? Hey, catch hey. catch Mary Carrie. <laughs> as just a man said, like, As a man. Nope, no, no, no. As teams.
0: oh, shut up. Just ain't like as we're not ma- here. But wait listen, No. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Let bring me a drink.
6: drink. Somebody bring me a drink.
0: Please. But but look, but look We're all drinking. <laughs> no no but left no left. no but 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 speaking you know but speaking i guess speaking as a man here okay mm-hmm. you know that being able to you know you know you know put you know put emotions and things in those certain pockets okay sometimes that's to our detriment i'm gonna be quite, quite honest I with you sometimes that me. is to our. no but i just have to it's put it actually that,
6: trash that
3: out there. is what it is, it is but, trash, but i didn't but i didn't
0: go there i was trying
3: but to i'm raising that, a know, son. high level
6: you yeah know, me you know, too. I'm raising a Three. son and I, you know what I mean so I, I've mm. come to understand mm-hmm. men a bit better as I'm teaching my son how to navigate manhood mm. you know and um you know I always thought of my son as this high intellectual, but he turned 10 this year, discovered his penis and now he's like. And it was just, <laughs> I was like, wait, what happened? Why are you, she told you not to touch your butt, Miles, stop. You know, it's like, yeah. just consent, consent, consent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. You know, first it was just the other, want to keep you alive so you don't kill yeah. yourself jumping off things. Now you're 10, I got to make sure you don't put your hands on nobody. Mm-hmm. This is what these, con- <laughs> and, and I know you're a good boy. So this is the new thing. Now there's, right, you know, yeah. all these different things about, yep. but the sensitivities and how hard he falls when he falls in love you know and at 10 he's very he's 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 already already noticed the opposite sex yeah as far as finding them beautiful and and loving them for a long time but now he's discovered his penis and now he's feeling sexualist. so now yeah. i'm teaching him not to compartmentalize but to understand that women are humans with thoughts and feelings that they're more yeah. than just the jiggly booties you just looked up yeah. on google you oh, know Lord. so Is he looking at jiggly booties like, yo so shot I've
3: been here. I've been dealing with consent <laughs> i've been teaching my my uh i have a Three boys, uh, a two two an eighteen year old, two eighteen year olds, and a nineteen year old. And one oh. of my eighteen year olds is adopted. Oh, my um, so my my boys are fifteen months apart. The ones I birthed, and uh, my family, me, my dad, and apparently at that time we didn't realize, but my youngest son has a thing with biting, and it's a it could be a friend or a lover or whatever. But we it's a it's a thing like it has a name. I looked it up on the anyway. mm-hmm. internet anyway. So. He's like two years old and get a call from school and says, Kamadi bit such and such. Mm-hmm. Had to go pick him up from school. So we had to have the whole discussion about, well, he bit her because he liked her. And it wasn't even like a, it's not a painful bite, you know? Mm-hmm.
5: Uh-huh.
3: And so we had to, we had to, right. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we had to, with both of them, we had the discussion. Like you can't touch someone else unless they tell you you ask and they provide you permission it's got all that straight so every mm-hmm. now and he doesn't do it anymore but every now and then he would come Did up and know? say like or we'd be sitting and <laughs> we'd be sitting he'd be like mommy can i bite you and i'm like sure and i pulled up my arm and he bites me so i, I guess you know the, love the, the, the <laughs> love the love no love bites love yeah, gnaw. Love Lip. 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 But, yeah I, it's important especially with them being black boys and they have such a multicultural friend yeah. group
6: well, um, well mine goes to my mine is probably the only black child mm-hmm. like identifying child in his class meaning who's, who's both of his parents are black american mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, i'm Ghanaian, but you know that's real shit you put your son mm-hmm. in the, you put your children in these environments for higher learning yeah. but then sometimes we lose things that the, the street rules of being in a predominantly black environment teach your children without them having because first time Junior right. bites a homie at a black school, usually homegirls go no smack problem. to taste out his mouth <laughs> and no it, and nobody'll right. have to call you about it. Right, right? right No right, one no right. wore bracelets home, right? Right, right. But right. it's it's a different conversation when you when you have young black boys that they love and young black girls too that they love to focus on and yeah. be harder on because they assume we need a special touch. Yeah. So yeah. You know, even in that, I've I, even in raising my son, I've learned a lot about men. I remember there was a, a little girl that he really liked who kept calling him by the name of, the, of another boy. Mm-hmm. And so for the whole day, he's like four for the whole day, he like ho- kept hollering at her friend, and I was like, "Oh shit, it starts this early." Like he, he was like, "All right, I got you. I'm gonna holler." at, let's call her name, Lisa, all day long. I'm going to play with Lisa. I'm going to ignore you homegirls walking around like, I don't know why my house is mad at me. Because you keep calling them Tim. You know, like... <laughs> and, instead of, and instead of saying, hey, this makes me feel inadequate. I don't like that you're calling me by another boy's name. He's like, I'm going to show yep. you that this girl remembers my name. Right. right you know? Yeah. Um, yep. And so as I've been going through that and, and raising him and writing these songs, you know, part of the... Part of the ceremony was my opportunity also to purge, because I've been a person who sometimes you could be stepping on my foot and I wouldn't say anything. And as I came into adult puberty, that was one of the things I decided to bury. Um, There were pieces of myself. I decided I was going to resuscitate. I put the paddles on the me I really had desired to be all those years and let that Uh woman come and be born. And then I decided to take a shovel and hit the other one on top of the head and put the dirt on top of that bitch so that I could be. Tell (laughs) the people
3: how important it is to be self-aware so that you can have that growth. Like everybody needs that growth. And I always say on here that the people that say, oh, that's just how I am, you're going to be in the same place all your life. You have to recognize all of those different yous Mm -hmm. and either – bring up the ones to vibrate as high as you want to vibrate or put them niggas in the ground. So so like self-awareness is so important. It's painful at times because you don't want to look at yourself as damaged or, you know, unworthy in some aspects or whatever that awareness that you gain from yourself may be that shit's painful, but you can't fix it until you realize exactly what it is.
6: Well, you know, I think for me as well, and and you can tell me if you feel this way. I I know that sometimes the very act of choosing oneself, um, self-actualizing for Black women can be hard because we're told to sacrifice for the whole. We are one Mm -hmm. with the all, right? I'm one with the all, so what I want can wait. I'm one with the all, so my development can wait. I'm one with the all, so uh, you know, I've discovered that maybe I'm not the woman who needs to live with my partner. Like I could be married to somebody who might have their own domicile. I didn't believed in that years ago but I could possibly believe in that now you know yeah, yeah. Um, I remember my ex-husband was like can we have separate bedrooms and I was like what does that mean you're not left now I'm like I thank you I
3: completely get it right mm-hmm. thank that, you comes, with, so fucking that comes with age maturity and growth as well um, but exactly. yeah we, we are, we're, we're always putting ourselves on the back burner for mm-hmm. raising kids or making sure that our spouse or our partner is okay or even or because our career, we're scared Right, we or, or our we're career scared. so that we can mm-hmm. continue to contribute. Yep. Yeah, and or because yeah, we're yes, afraid. Exactly, because we're
6: you scared. Know? And fear is a big thing. And so there's a song on the record called Beautiful Ashes. And it was one of the first songs I wrote for the record. Running was the first and then Beautiful Ashes. And um, I wrote it with a, a producer named Raymond Angry And when he started playing the chorus, we so wrote a lot of songs from scratch. I started feeling ill. And it was because it was very early on. Um, my son was maybe about two years old at the time, maybe about a year and a half. And I started feeling sick because there were all these repressed feelings I hadn't let out. And so, Beautiful Ashes at first was my middle finger. You know, because when you hear it, it says, I made this call because I think I owe a debt of thanks to you, all the changes that I've been through. And so, I went on to talk about how my, I was better, stronger, screw you, in various forms on this song. So, and I wrote that song in 2013. Um, mm. from 2013 to the moment it was finally released, I rewrote it four times because I kept oh, wow. evolving. Mm-hmm. I kept evolving from like, feeling like, why am I talking about the last stick I got beat with opposed to talking about the lessons I've learned? I don't want to encourage people to stay in the toxic space where they feel like they got victimized if they're still alive to talk about it. And so the ceremony in essence is me as a, as a whole, We are don't talk about a total album, me saying, all right, something happened. It was really tough. There were moments where I didn't think I wanted to live. And the only sustaining factor that kept me present was this child that I gave birth to. And I thank God for that distraction that brought me towards finding that I needed to be happy outside that entity of even being a mother. Mm -hmm. Find this Mm -hmm. woman inside of you. Talk about the toxic relationship you've been in that felt like drugs, you were so freaking addicted to them. But then talk about also how you realize that even some of the friendships you were in weren't building you and had to go so that you could become your best self. You know, that's why the song Heights, you know, the the view from the top is a very long drive, but I'm okay with with heights. Mm -hmm. You know, future so bright, so gold, shitting all over my foes. You know, your foes are not always, (laughs) you know, your foes are not always the people who you're touching, because sometimes the foe is you. And, and all that stuff you refuse yeah. to let go of that is toxic that has to do with you. The narrative that says that you can't move forward, the narrative that says that you'll never win. Even today, sometimes i got to write down all the stuff I'm afraid of mm. so, I can write, so I can write it down. And when I see it, be able to identify it so I can take my emotional shotgun and be like, not you not you. Yeah. Not you today. So that I can not go over here and
2: iceberg.
6: Yeah, bruh. Yeah, it's this like, it real word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I right, right. right the eyes. So I can look over here at the other stuff that's glowing. I made it through this, so I could go over here and do this. And if this and if I keep letting these lies over here about who I thought I was keep blasting in my ear then I can't go over here and do all this other dope shit that I was born to do. And so the ceremony is this walk through your, through your path towards your highest and best self.
1: Well, let me, let me ask you something. Y'all. Um,
5: mm-hmm.
1: here. so hearing you talk this, um, creatures.
5: Yeah. Wow. Hey, oh. yo, we
6: better wear the Setters exactly. all about the phone letters. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, does
1: thank that come you. from the point of uh, going through the muck of 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 of, of uh, seeing people? Because I've come to that conclusion myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, what I'm saying I turned fifty. Thank you very much. Congratulations. I'm thank you so much, I, I, Sean I see fine. you, sir. I well,
6: see you. Hey, hey,
5: Let <laughs> me see.
1: Um, So, but knowing that, um, you know, you go through this divorce or you go through whatever, and you're changing mm-hmm. and you're going through these things me. and you and you're seeing things and I'm. I'm listening to creatures and, and when I listen to it, when I hear it, I think of the youth. I think of youth. I think of, you know what I'm saying, you're wilding out. you out here you in the middle, you out here in the night, you're wilding out. Your best times is when you think that you're having fun. You know what I'm saying? You're like a vampire, a werewolf. You know what I'm saying? You're vampiring it out. You, you, you're sleeping all day. <laughs> but you're coming out to party all night, right? So, is, does that come from a uh, uh, where does that come from? Does that come from that journey of just trying to find yourself going out? Because you know, when I got divorced, I went through that whole. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to fuck everything stage. I had and, a plan uh, to you know take it saying, out on backs, but I
6: didn't now. do it. <laughs> Damn. I was um, I was gonna take it out on backs. That's but real. I I did, you know. um, Everybody's spy
2: was in trouble, nigga. (laughs) Toxic guys. It would be toxic guys out there. You get
6: zoned. You
2: get zoned.
6: I I had a plan. But the truth is, um, I met somebody actually previous to the breakup of my marriage who was genuinely, genuinely knew before I knew that they loved me and was waiting for my ex husband to fuck up like a sniper. And as soon as he saw me, even remotely healed, came and dragged me into his lair, and told me he wasn't afraid of my son. And I, I've been with him since my son was six months old. I'm also polyamorous, so I do what I want. So it's um, girl, send
3: me your I, phone number. I need to talk to you about that.
6: Yeah, come on, holler at me. Um, <laughs> uh, <Uh-oh>. I think. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Oh, hell. <laughs> I was a serial monogamous previous to this relationship that I'm in. Now, the irony is that I don't really open my gate very often, you know, um, but I'm glad that it's there. Should I decide to open up my own door to have the sovereignty to do what I desire is fine. I was a serial monogamous since I, was, since I kissed my first boyfriend in the church basement at the age of 10 and dated him until I was 21.
2: And there it is. So. Oh, no You know,
6: (laughs) serial monogamous. I'm not saying that that is for everybody. I'm not saying it will always be for me forever. And there are moments where I'm like, "Eh, not right now. And and so is my partner. Um, But what I will say is this. I know there are a lot of people out there who are lying to each other all the time about what it is they want, what it is they desire, about expectation and desire. And they're living double lives, they're making horrible decisions, and they're hurting lots of people. I don't have to be that person. Yep. yep. At all. Absolutely. And, and for me, that's been, that's been good. I have a great relationship with my ex-husband. We don't hate each other. We speak well. I love his, his wife. I think she is an incredible human being, in addition to my family. All because I am a free, sovereign, black ass woman.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what's up.
6: Period.
5: You yeah. know? get free. So
1: uh, get free. does that come from does that so that's that, but does that's that not fall creatures under drug does that does that fall under drug addiction too <laughs> when you well, meet no boy does, does that song come from that I'm trying to grab what it's oh, wear yeah. all this, um, all so this funny. Year, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna have to all take this- my
6: earphones out. I hope you'll still be able to hear me because my phone acts like it wants to die all of a sudden. I don't know why oh, well. the juice is loose. So um <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put this charger in it so we can continue this lovely juicy conversation. No doubt. Can you guys still hear me?
2: Yes, we yes, can. Yes, oh, yes, nicely, yes. nicely. As a matter of fact, Wonderful. it's a lot I love better. There we go. Yeah.
6: IPhone's good for something other than calling someone. Um, there it is. Creatures. In fact, when I thought about creatures, I thought about how people really love black folk. Um, they love all the hot stuff that we can provide. They love a taste of our culture, but they don't love our struggles. Um. They think of us sometimes as monsters, and mm-hmm. um, they have a distorted view of what presents itself as who we are. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we are the Rosetta Stone of so much that is beautiful. You know, yes, you know, never going to die. No matter what, we're going to live forever. Come and take a bite of this. Let me let you live forever. That's that's really what I mean because right. we are we are probably one of the most immortal cultural groups on this earth. Mm-hmm. Every group of culture and race that's on this earth has sprung literally from our DNA I've gone mm-hmm. all over the world and I would say you hip-hop gospel and rap that came here that's birthed from the black experience from slaves from people who were told they couldn't even stand next to train tracks to be free people those folks who birthed all that stuff took all of their amazing across the world mm-hmm. and they made amazing things happen so when i'm talking when i think when i think about creatures i'm actually thinking about the beautiful peculiar people who have moved through transformation now the cool thing about music is you know it's what you made it you know right. what i mean right. ultimately right. it's to subject to interpretation so at the same time yeah sometimes it is about that creatures evening where i go out with my home girls and we have one too many you know drinks and i pass out in my driveway with my with my home girls. yes <laughs> that's what happened. I didn't take it out on backs. I went and I went to open mics and cried with my guitar until I stopped crying. And then I went out with my homegirls and put on my best freak dress and had cocktails with them. Or I got on a plane and, and went to see, you know, the ruins in Egypt. These to me are beautiful, wild and exciting times. And mm-hmm. Those are the ways in which I think of myself as a creature. We are evolving. Black folks are the most evolving, beautiful people. We turn tragedy into triumph. Sugar, I mean, shit to sugar more often than not. So over when you think about creatures, yeah. turn it inside out. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So do you? Find, uh, and, and,
1: sorry, and P, it. I'm sorry, P. I'm sorry, people. So do you? Do you find it um, from your last from your last album to this? Uh-huh. One? And, I, and I and I and I and I heard you uh, as far as people. Putting you in that box, you know that that neo soul box, you know. Mm-hmm. um I'm not even going front like when, like legends when the first joint popped off and the guitars was playing and shit, and I was just like, you know what, you know, this remind me of some night track shit. You know what I'm saying? In order for me Where's to where is she going? Yeah, yeah so I was like, you know, you know, you know, night tracks. You had in order to listen to like uh, Lionel Richie or Michael Jackson or whatever. That's before MTV. I'm telling my age. It's yeah, you had to watch night, night on. tracks on. You know, what I'm saying late at night in <laughs> order to watch <laughs> mm-hmm. video all video box, bus, right? Yeah. And so during that time, that's where I heard all the Genesis and the and the Twisted Sisters and the you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. and all the other yes. stuff that you know that, that that I like that that I enjoyed. I'm like, you know what? Good music is fucking good music. So. When I heard the guitars and stuff, I am like, I wonder if your fans were like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck? Because you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, you know, I'm sure they were. Because D'Angelo, I mean, uh, D'Angelo did the same thing, you know? When mm-hmm. his a new album was coming out, everybody thought that it was going to be this whole, you know what I'm saying? That brown sugar, you know what I'm saying? And 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 all that. And But it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It was over here. I enjoyed it. You know what i'm saying because i like growing with my you know with the artists i think that that Mm -hmm. right there is a beautiful thing uh but uh, as far as you're concerned do you where were you like
6: well a lot of people wanted a foreign exchange record out of me (laughs) because we love those times i
1: didn't even think of that yeah Mm -hmm.
6: we love those times people Mm -hmm.
5: miss
6: people miss the foreign exchange that included yasara darren brockerton fonte and nicolay
2: Right, right,
5: right. I
6: know that. That's probably never gonna happen again.
2: Understood. That's understood as well. Okay. Oh.
6: Yep. Um but I recognize and I understand that. But the person I have always been has always been here and that's what that record is.
5: Right. I've been wow. kind
6: of telling y'all that's where I've been going since the Black Star record, you know, with bury the bitch and let it die. Wow. Or um with the ballad of Purple St. James with um Oh my gosh! Somebody told me, "Compli saw you with her last night." Why don't you call me more?
3: You know. Look at that! You got so many songs you don't even remember the name. <laughs> like, yeah, let me let me just sing, let me say the whole thing myself. See right now, and I was like, "Oh
6: my God, I really have a lot of joints." It, it, and sometimes you know. I don't feel like I'm enough. Like, you know, like Jasmine Sullivan saying what she said, "You know, at the the Soul Train Awards really spoke to my spirit as a, as a woman and as a creative," because so often I don't feel like I'm enough, even when I put out ceremony and it felt like people didn't really give it a chance um, because they the first thing they heard was bing, 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 and they were like oh shit all right moving on you know yeah. it felt like that but if you get the rest of that record that record is for you that record is our music mm-hmm. that record was birthed from all black folks who picked up guitars and taught white boys how to play them and right. all the black women you know like Rosetta Thark who sung the blues and, mm-hmm. and including in that, you know, like "Fly Me to the Universe" is, is the Azra you all love and remember. Um, "Backseat of My Star" still gives you a whole bunch of. What mm.
2: you're, um, right. Yes,
0: it does.
6: Yeah. Yeah, yes, it mean, does.
2: The bottom line you know? is, I mean, you got you do have to to uh, allow artists uh, the room to evolve. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's you know unfair to ask an artist to do that that same thing over and over and over again. Right. So we appreciate right. that growth, you know what I mean? Yep. So, yep. um,
6: but I, also now, ac- but I also appreciate the fact that you all love what you love. Right. right. You know, and an artist has to be but cognizant I,
2: of that. Oh yeah. Cause I, I ain't gonna I lie. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Hold, hold on bitch. I'm sorry. Uh, the first time I heard your voice, I was at Tico's house over on Cabara street. And what was it around about 2008? And yep, it was, yep. it was of course, the uh the uh, Leave It All Behind album, yeah. and uh what was the song? What was the song? Um uh Anyway, all it was out, one. Album,
6: was it If all She Breaks out. Your Heart?
2: That's the one that yes, fucked it, me yeah. up. That's, that's the, the one. That's the one that fucked my whole life up. And <laughs> mm-hmm. from that point on, and these guys pick on me all the time because I know I look like this, you know, rough hip hop ruffian. But Oh,
0: there we yeah. go. With the yeah, I'm the I'm a and b dude. November.
2: Yeah, I'm R&B yeah, dude. He is an RB dude. He
0: an RB
5: dude. He an r
2: dude. Yeah, right in you the know, middle of No Save November. But yeah, go ahead. He's
5: in the middle. You know what's funny
6: about that? That song, if you break, if she breaks her heart, is a Stevie Wonder record from a record that mm-hmm. people did not appreciate. Yep. From that. Yep. yep.
1: Exactly. Mm. Exactly. At I knew that. Oh, right.
6: Secret Life yep. of Plants. The Millennials yep. are picking that record up.
1: Yep. Wow. Yeah.
6: Yeah. wow. Didn't nobody wow. pay attention to that record.
1: But it, but isn't that the case though? But isn't that mm-hmm. the case though? When somebody goes back and 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 goes and listen to uh, a record and you hear something, I mean you you know you got the top forty joints or the mm-hmm. top joints that pop through. But it, let's just be honest. It's it's the, the B sides. It's, it's it's those cuts that 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 really you know touch your heart spring, that, that really get you get you going. I'm like why, wow, damn! Like drug addiction. Like don't you get that drug addiction right? Like the one you oh, got. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yo, i there, to shit. I was like, "Yo,
5: this
6: shit right here is fucking crazy as shit." That, you know what I'm saying? Drugs is a hard record because it's yeah. it's I'm being very very vulnerable about the fact that I was in a relationship and in, in and have been in relationships where the I the pain that I was dealing with with the partner was was I was willing to brave it to stay connected.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Right. Because what I experienced outside of the pain was so much more pleasurable, and I'm not talking about sex. Sometimes we right. are so connected by more things that even though we may not, we may be someplace that may not necessarily be jiving with the new evolved us. It's what we know. It's right. what we become sounds, addicted to because right? we are we are addicted to what we know opposed to change because mm-hmm. change hurts. Right. Change so the hurts for the person. Change so the hurts for you. Right. So Absolutely. the
1: addiction basically isn't the pain of having the addiction. It's basically the fucking withdrawals, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 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 basically what it is, right? So, I mean, you can love somebody. And like you just said, it's it's the things that you miss about it that gives you those withdrawals that fake, you got yeah. you out here shaking like damn. What's the name from damn Little House on the Prairie when he was smoking that opium? You know, Mookie, it just keeps you calling me, Mookie. It just keeps You
6: know, like
1: exactly. You know, so it's the withdrawals, right? So I I,
6: yeah. I call the nigga a heat-seeking missile, looking for a loving fool.
5: Mm. You know,
6: oh. <laughs>
5: like
6: there it is. You know, so I um, also say, you know, why don't you release me, let me go. If you don't love me, tell me so. Cause, cause I'm never going to leave on my own. That's like, right,
2: that's right.
6: That's a vulnerable thing for a human being to express. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to ironically, when I wrote that song, right. I was going through a dark period with my partner. It it was actually a really awesome time because I don't think he had taken seriously. That he was damaging this person that he loved until i wrote it in a song that said nigga you are choking me to death
5: <laughs> yeah so <laughs>
2: y'all so you uh so in, in perry's uh wonderful introduction um he neglected to uh include the fact but for those of you that don't know you study music at the north carolina central university i no?
6: did eagle pride baby
2: That's right. That's right. Eagle pride (laughs) in the building. So um, before we get out of here, you know, and uh, bring our next guest on, just tell us uh, about uh, how that experience shaped you musically, being uh, a student of North Carolina Central University and studying music there.
6: I'm so lucky. I have so much gratitude because, you know, I got accepted to Juilliard, Berkeley, um, Carnegie Mellon, Howard University. But I was in a band with about seven dudes who went to Duke Ellington with me and we all got full scholarships to Central. Wow! And Alan mm-hmm. Um, Nancy Rowland, God mm-hmm. rest her soul.
2: Miss Rowland, um, that's right.
6: Yes, Miss Rowland made it possible for me to go to college. I was an average student. I thought myself average. At Central, I eventually made the dean's list. Now that first freshman year, we won't talk about the freshman year. But <laughs> it's just, tra- it's just, it's just a testimony.
5: transitional
3: year. Yeah, it's just a transitional year. It's fine.
6: I fell in love with the first boy I met in campus and smoked a whole lot of weed. It's just what it was. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, it, what yep. it did, the nurturing environment of a black college gave me hope because those teachers saw in me something special. Lynn Bridges, who's no longer with us, was my voice teacher, who said right. to me, after seeing me bust my ass, my... Sophomore and junior year. Hey look, sometimes people's wingspan are a bit too broad For where they are at the moment this institution will be here, but Erica Badu might not go
2: mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There it is.
6: Stuff That might not have happened they may have just continued to haze the crap out of me for Choosing to go to the Grammys over showing up for a counterpoint test and I would have continued to pay for that and you know Get the sleepless nights and and make the dance list, but I would have ended up quitting music.
5: Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And
6: you know, I met Darian Brockington at the financial aid line my first day of school at Central. He was my Shout choir brother. He's still one of my best friends to this day. He is my family. Um, Fonte Coleman, Pat Douthit. And Pooh Bear Jones, and we were all, including Dee, were all in music industry class together with Chip Shearing and um, Dr. Brenda Hamden, who changed our lives. My first record, Hear Me, was a class project. Wow. Wow! And I was on tour with Erica at the time. And it was the groundswell of Durhamite love. Mm-hmm. People who... Bought that record and took it everywhere with them. That got me in Essence Magazine, that got me in Honey, Uh that got me in Ebony, that that allowed me to take what I was creating with Erica and then take my energy all over the world. And, you know,
2: I'm sorry, go ahead.
6: No, if I'd gone anywhere else, I don't think that that would have happened.
2: Right, right. Uh Tico and I, we have a a story, and and P, I'm going to let you take it away, but um, Uh we were uh, at. I think Tico was Lincoln Theater, right? Yeah. It was after I think we were at a KRS One show, yeah. and I was sitting at the bar, and I just happened to look, and there's a a pile of these these CDs, and I picked it up, and it was like, uh, I said Nicolay, i like, who the fuck is Nicolay? Okay, let me let me take this, I'll, I'll grab one, it's free and shit, and listen. That joint, yeah, it was the Sion joint, man. Listen, Sion. so oh, yeah. we, so I heard you and and D Brock, Darian Brockington, yep. uh, the song "Sacrifice," which is a yep. really good song. That's on there. That whole and and that whole CD was really dope because it showcased Nicolay's uh, talent. And uh, that's the first. That's I think that's actually the first time I heard your voice. And then and then the second time, it was on the uh, "Leave It All Behind" at Tico's house. But yeah, so. Oh. Just they talking about those go. little hidden gems. Quite well. Yeah, quite well. little hidden gems. Well. Take yeah. it away, P.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and look, and I'll just go ahead and mention my little story real quick. Real quick, okay? Uh, Mama's Gun Tour, uh, Greensboro. Yay! So you perform, so you perform, uh, so you do a set with Talib Kweli, okay? And then three weeks later, uh, at a spoken word set at the Berkeley Cafe, and I see you walking across the street, and I'm like, wait a minute, didn't I see you a couple of weeks ago at the Greensboro Coliseum? And I was like, the, you know, that that that's when I I know that's when I became a fan of yours. So yep. uh
6: that was an incredible evening. I, I really you know i don't think i understood the gravity of where the heck i was because i was just a kid i was mm-hmm. 21 years old that night yeah i was 21 and i remember the band learned my song in the bus oh, wow. right before i got on stage and talib was touring with us and i was like yo talib will you just will you just drop a verse and i was a little sis you know so mm-hmm. i don't all these men i didn't the only hip-hop i listened to was Fonte, who was my boyfriend at the time. So I handed, mm. you know, Amir, you know, Aww. his record, the comedy album that he did. And then that was all she wrote for Little Brother. But like, you know, I, I just didn't know I was sitting beside Common or, you know, out there with tell right. that they, they were my friends. Right. And I was yeah. just a kid making music for fun. And um, I often wax nostalgic for that feeling.
1: Oh wow but that's the thing though, mm-hmm. right? because because I too, like was in when I college, I toured around also, but dancing, but at the same token you we're young, right? we're all young, we have n- really nothing to, nothing, nothing really but fucking college debt, but you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. and so you go out to these venues, you go out to these shows and these experiences, right which could either catapult you in a positive way or a fucked up way. And I just thank God that, you know what I'm saying, I've been yeah. around the right people, you know what I'm saying, in my life, Perry, Rob, Keisha, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Bishop, you just popped in the scene. I, I, I know I You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I haven't really partied with Bishop before. I never really partied with him before, but you know what I'm saying, we kick jokes. So, you know, so I appreciate- We did a little cocaine. Mm. Exactly. Right. Well, no you did. Right. Anyway, you did anyway you did anyway uh, like but, but i say that i say that to say this uh I'm right when you yeah, going please. to central like going to central mm-hmm. and like me going to Saint all if i had not been at Saint all and know the people that i knew right coach k and all the other cats right. you know what i'm saying yeah. c's about uh, p battles you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. which also oh, the took homies. me to durham uh-huh. so i could i hung out with mike city and, right. and you know what i'm saying and cats yeah, like that yeah. i'm just a dancing dude but i'm out here with cats throwing lyrics you know yeah, and, and and producers but i'm just a dancing dude but i'm around all these folks uh-huh. man i'm telling you I, I am with you on that it's like that's the feeling that you want to be you want to have that no i just feel free i'm i don't have no response i'm just Ah, I hear I'm here making music for the joy of
6: making, or making art for exactly. the joy of art's sake. And, and right. I, I the, the ceremony was my opportunity to make music for art's sake. It had been so long, you know, and um, I'm glad that you all took a moment to listen to it and to experience it with me. And, you know, over the year, you know, the ceremony was the catalyst for me dreaming big and all affairs of my life because I got Grammy award winning producers and players to be on this record and not charge me a dime. And hold mm. on to the records. Some of them for as long as ten years. Some of them, you know, shorter. Mm. But to believe in me in times when I did not believe in myself. And now, you know, I'm about to star in my first trilogy, in three films as an actress in my first role, awesome. and as a producer along awesome. with Hill Harper and you know Rhonda Ross. And it, you know, whenever you take an opportunity to allow yourself to be stretched which the last 10 years have done for me and it stretched me, but it didn't break me. Um, I learned that because I've been in contact with so many great, amazing people I've watched to evo- watched evolve and I've wanted to reach their level. And I don't think if I had gone any place else other than central, I would have had the tenacity or most importantly, the cushion mm-hmm. that I got.
7: Exactly,
0: so. mm-hmm. a Beautiful word. Can't look, um, uh, Yazra, I want to thank you for coming through. Mm-hmm. I want to ask, can you please come through again? Can we can can we do this one more t- No, yes. can we do before the tour starts? Time? Before the, I mean, to do this the, before the to tour starts. To
6: yeah. <laughs> yes. And I want to apologize to you guys, but I also want to thank you for being so understanding. My son lives with his father in Atlanta. Um, and I had him for the week, and I just didn't want to miss out on him. And I appreciate Understood. you. All. Absolutely. For understanding Absolutely. that. So often you know, I, in this industry, you will miss out on your family, your children, everything. Yeah. And I said, I got an interview to do. And he looked up at me and he said, Mom, just can I have you today? Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. And that I appreciate it. you all for you understanding. You wait till he gets
3: bigger. He'll stand above you and be like, just exactly. go sit down on the couch. <laughs> just, go <somewhere> <laughs> just go sit down on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm yeah that's boys. coming. I'm
6: all you
1: my kids, right here. Here. going to sit
6: here. Go And not only now. will I it come out, I'm going to sing for you too so most no doubt no doubt i will give 30 minutes of my vocal life to y'all and i will sing like there are a thousand people in this room yay
0: no doubt ladies and gentlemen the ceremony you can cop it on all of your digital favorite digital streaming platforms ladies and gentlemen Yajira, thank hey, listen. You if, if if you if you if, if you're watching
2: live, if you're watching live, go ahead and drop a, a heart on this broadcast. Share this oh, joint don't. and comment, please. Comment the love. You know what I'm saying. Give y'all some love in the comments, please. Thank you, thank you, thank
6: and you. And I'm gonna hit these chats real quick and return them. So if anybody asks me a question or something, do I have permission to just kind yes, of yes, you do.
2: do. Yes, yes, do. You yes, do. You absolutely, absolutely. So hang around with us.
1: Guys, I had you. to change my religion. I was Muslim until I saw your album cover, and I saw your shoulders hanging out, and I was like, you know what I'm saying? I felt like an infidel, so I had to change my religion, and go back to the base. Ba- you know what? Nigga, right? Can you I tell what?
6: you one thing? So I just went to Egypt for the first time two weeks ago to pre- to prepare for this film I'm doing, and you know, for the first couple of days I was three fourths man, but it was hot. It was the type uh, of heat I've never experienced in my life. So and you at have to some be covered, point, right? Well, the, the good thing covered? is I said, it's really wise not to go not, you know, don't you can wear your burqa but don't don't dress like a Muslim woman or all of the various things that are expected of a Muslim mm-hmm. woman, which gotcha. are extremely this strict over there Yeah, will be mm-hmm. expected of you. And you could get yourself in really big trouble. So, yeah, I behave myself every day, except for the one day I, I went to the temple of Hathor. I let it all hang out. And God bless these these poor e- Egyptian men. You know they were such gentlemen, but I remember I was in one of the temples, and the guy took my scarf and he just gently wrapped it around me like five times. Just
7: that's it.
5: He said, "Beautiful."
0: Ladies and gentlemen, she will be back. Trust me on that. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Yasra. Thank you. Thank Thank you for coming through this crazy. Thank you so much. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that was great. That was absolutely oh, yeah. great. That was absolutely classic. great. Oh Instant my god! Classic. Night, we
3: going wrong. Yeah.
0: Now, now we said we had a special night for you, so we got another guest in the house for you. Okay. Um, and well, this is actually Dos. a return. Dos. Yeah, this is actually his second appearance on straight the tape. Uh, was well,
3: appearances got- right? The before it was just an audio interview, right? It was an audio right.
0: interview, it was an excellent yeah, audio yeah. interview. Just before Wendy, we you was know, doing videos, exactly, exactly. But now he's actually here to join us live, okay? Um, his latest release All the Brilliant that's, that's Things. That's a white baby. That's a white kid. Who uh, that? Latest release <laughs> All the Brilliant Things. Shut up, Tico. All right, it's available, it's available on all of your um in all your favorite uh digital streaming platforms. If you are in the Raleigh Durham area, he will be performing at the poorhouse headlining at the poorhouse uh this Friday on the 3rd. Uh, it's a lineup that includes uh Sadat X, that includes mm-hmm. friend of the show Shane Gang, friend of the show. Uh, OC, you know uh OC from NC and hmm, and it's actually being hosted by
4: cool. Bishop Omega the most important motherfucker in the whole joint because if the host don't do good then the show don't run baby
0: very true however <laughs> however every show needs to have a great headliner ladies and gentlemen uh welcome back to Straight to State S K Y Z O O Sky Zoo is in the building. What is good, Sky Zoo?
7: Peace, peace. What What's going hey on? There. What's up, homie? What's up? What's going on, my boy? All right.
0: What's
7: up? Peace, peace. What's up, everybody? Thanks Yo, for
3: coming. Ha- Thanks for waiting. We went uh,
7: absolutely. It's all love. We were deep all love. and juicy I with I didn't hear the last part. I'm sorry.
3: I said we were deep and juicy with Yazra, So.
7: Oh no! Nah, I saw a love. Thanks you know, he's uh she's extended fam. You know, from the whole the connection you know that I have with everybody down there so salute to her 100% for sure
0: now of course yeah now of course of course you have a you know of course you have a major connection yeah you know, in the, you know, in the area, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, back in the day working with ninth, I remember the story, you know, I remember the story you telling me about another friend of the the show, uh, DJ Finn, Finian St. Omer, Sean Don, the man with a thousand names and titles and hats, uh, you know, you know, hook, you know, hooking, you know, hooking you up, you know, hooking you up with, uh, you know, with ninth. Uh, so you've had a long You've had a long, long, and illustrious career. Now, this new album, all the brilliant things. Um, one thing about you, all right. Now, especially the last three albums. Okay, we look at *Retropolitan*, which was an uh, ode, uh, you know, owed to the city, ode to New York, your love for New York. All right, *Milestones*, which was a, you know, which was a, you know, the story, you know, an ode to the black father. All the brilliant things. All right. Uh touch on you know you know, touch on the overlying and overarching uh story about that album. Cause you know, one thing that Tico noticed when he looked at the album i was like, Hey, wait a minute, is that a little white kid? So <laughs> I don't know
5: how
7: <laughs> I don't know how from the back of his hat and his jacket. That's actually my son, by the way. Look
2: look look
7: look here, man. Look here, man. Always starting
2: right. start some shit. Look,
7: look, here, man. Um now nah, the cover the cover is, is my is, is my son and I. And oh, um right. it's on the corner of Fulton and Franklin, which is a corner in bed style uh in the right, neighborhood, know you know. Well I, I, mean, I mean you may or may not know, you know, the neighborhood, but you know where I'm from and all that. That's life. why I was like, why don't white kids is there? Why that white kid there? <laughs> <laughs> on the corner of the cover All the way in the right There's a white yuppie couple walking down the block So the science behind the, the album cover is We're looking up at this building being built This uh, construction of these new condos Being built right on a prominent corner In Bed-Stuy And I'm holding my son's hand He's three And I'm holding my son's hand And I'm showing him like You see what they doing here You see what's happening to our home To our neighborhood To our town Our city That's the significance behind the, the artwork yeah and um
3: get yeah, that, up my scene so it's not
7: a little white baby it's a three-year-old <laughs> black boy named Miles who's <laughs> a <laughs> comedian man and I'm a comedian you damn it see? you see <laughs> nah, you know
3: what we have to go to damn sky he's lights in it you know how it goes now, down now you're a comedian uh-huh.
1: you know how it goes down in this show white skin i remember
3: um so my ex-husband is from trinidad in these in dc and uh we lived there from Three years, but we lived, you know, west of the city, and we used to catch a train into the city and just kind of go around to places. But like we would either catch a train and walk through, or catch a train and drive through his old neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's not the same. Like this was right. ten years ago. Right. Um. You know, people walking their dogs with their, you know, reusable water bottles and. Right. Um, it just, he was like, this is, and it really, it, it's comical now, but not really, but just his right. reaction was like, so does, cause this is not my home anymore.
7: Exactly. Exactly. So,
3: right. so talk to us a little bit about like your feelings around uh, and what you use in this album to talk about, yeah. uh, gentrification.
7: Well, the beautiful thing about it is that you being from DC, you were able to relate to it in that regard. And you not being from New York, you know, you, you and your family being from DC. Um, the album, just going back to the theme of it, you know, we talked about the cover art and that kind of, you know, goes into it as well, of course. But the album is about gentrification and cultural appropriation. The album's about our neighborhoods, where we're from, what we've built within those neighborhoods, those communities, and what we've built culturally, right? Like as far as What we contribute to the world as black folk, as people of color, music, fashion, food, lingo, the way people move, the way commerce moves, all of these different things that we've created and that we've built and that we stand on that are now being taken away from us. So the album is to break those things down, show appreciation for what we've built, remind these folks that don't look like us that they need to appreciate and respect our contributions and what we've done, and also where we're from and what we've built, the things that we've had to endure in certain communities in the the city, and in turn, letting them know this is ours, and starting a conversation. It's for folks like us to sit back and have a conversation and say, you know what, I never thought about all that. I never realized, I didn't realize it was hitting my community so hard. I know people who live in the neighborhood where I'm from, you know, who grew up with me and all that, and they may not even realize what's happening. They really,
2: Oh, we froze. Okay. We, froze. we
1: froze. I know he's talking about. He's talking about the same about the about basically the you're same back. thing that's going on around he the park. You back? You back? back. So you're back. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like so it's
7: parks. like, you know, um I got friends and people that still live in the neighborhood and and they know it's changed on the surface level because mm-hmm. neighbors in the literal sense have changed. They mm-hmm. go to the store to different people and things of that nature, mm-hmm. but they don't know what they can do about it. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to cope with it. So they just let it be and they just coexist. And
3: financially, it changes, right? Because we Absolutely. see this everywhere. It's the same thing that's happening in Raleigh. Yeah. So, yeah. Durham, too. You know, the, uh-huh. you, you, the, these neighborhoods get get an influx of higher income right. people and people that have owned this property for. Two or maybe three, sometimes generations, right. are no longer able to afford to stay in the property right. because the house may be paid off. Right, the house paid off years ago, mm-hmm. but the tax, the property tax, like how right. you could wake up literally wake up one morning, your property tax is two hundred percent more than it was the previous year.
5: Yeah, because and, of
3: this type of thing happening, and that that goes like your value of your home. Yes, but. What, what, what would you do? If you're an older person on a fixed income, you know how uh-huh. much your shit's supposed to cost from year to year. Yeah, it's going to go up a little bit. But one year, it triples in value. You know, your house triples in value. But so does the insurance you have to pay to keep your house and the taxes that you have to pay to keep your house. So you sell the house. Right. Because you can't afford all of that other stuff. So it's just a, it's an endless cycle and people aren't aware of, of that part of it.
7: Right, right. absolutely. Right. And then also, too, you can even look at from the standpoint of, like you said, people may you know own their home, own their residence and whatever it may be, but the cost of living in the actual city and the actual neighborhood that you live in has changed because mm-hmm. of who they're bringing to the neighborhood and what they're trying to make it become. So they're saying, okay, we can't drive you out in the sense of raising your rent because you own this place, but you know what we could do? We can make everything around here harder to cope, harder to cope right. with and harder to deal with, because you're not gonna be able to afford anything over here. The supermarket is right. gone, it's a Whole Foods now. You know, all these different things are gone. The businesses within the community, the mom and pops that supported the community are all gone. So the album's about right. gentrification and cultural appropriation in the sense of how the two go hand in hand. You know, right. how you have people who jump into our culture hip hop specifically who jump into our culture and try to tell us how to be who we are, how to be what we are, what's real within our culture and within our people and what isn't, when they're not from it, they had no contribution to it, they don't understand it on certain levels, and how could they when they're not from it? But now here they are telling you how to go about it and what's wrong and right about it and what's real within it and getting paid to do so and getting paid to dictate who makes it and who doesn't and getting paid to dictate who is on this side of the fence and on that side of it. And I just was tired of it. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people was asking me, you know, what, what made you want to make the album this way? And this concept, but say, so, you know, as deep as I could get into it, it's a very simple one liner. I was fucking fed up. And
3: it's just the bottom line. It is the, and we talk about this on this show often. And oftentimes we talk about the valuation of property value based on black owners and white owners. And that's just basically what it is. Right. White ownership is valued exponentially more than black ownership. And Mm -hmm. that's how this gentrification continues to happen. We don't get the same, we are not placed in the same value as a white, like all things being the same. Right. Couple, they make $400,000 a year together. They have these assets, and the white people have the same assets. We don't get the same value. So, can I, but
5: but yeah, it it's
1: a, but, but, it's, but it's also the same fact that can I play devil's advocate? That we as black folks have to start doing better, right? Now, they can't get this land for cheap if we won't fucking shit up. Not taking care of grandma's house like we supposed to take care of grandma's house. <laughs> now, not 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 not. It and it doesn't take it doesn't take a lot to take care of grandma's mm. house. It, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, Bishop. Now. I've been I, I stayed in the property, and I've been in people's houses. And I've been in people's houses that were immaculate. And, they, and, 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 and in the front of their stoop, they had flowers, they had beds, everything looked good. Even, in they ha- even when they got their houses, they took care of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's, when, it's when the other generation comes in that doesn't give a real shit. They're living free. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. they living free. They're throwing trash in front of the yards. They're not, they're not, they're not taking care of grandma's house like they supposed to or taking care of house like they're supposed to. Shit's run down. That's how people come up under here and sweep shit up and, and, and do shit, right? As a well. people... As that's a, not really a, how property value works, though. But I'm not yeah. like yeah. actual yes. property. But, 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 but I understand, property what, you, I understand value what you're works. saying. I understand what you're saying. But in order for them to swoop down, it has to mm. look like this Like, like, this, like this shit no, is fucking doesn't. damn. No, it doesn't. That's
3: not how – because they're going to knock Grandma's house down anyway. They're just wanting to land, Tico. Like, exactly. look at all this shit that's, that's going that's on. that's what I'm saying. Just it, think it, about what's to, going on down Newburn Avenue. They don't care about the houses. There are – I had friends whose grandmothers and great-grandmothers lived in those houses between my house – down Newburn oh, Avenue. Them houses are not there anymore. They want the land, of course. So grandma dies and great grandma dies. The 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 kids and the grandkids sell the house exactly. and then the developers knock them down and put those row houses there. They don't want yeah. to keep them houses. Exactly. So it's not that's even a house. It's not the upkeep of the house. <laughs> it's not the trash on Newburn Avenue cuz that but trash that's what is what still there. Though, Key. They're not it, selling, they, that? they do, want the land. Yeah, they, they, they don't I care they about want the, the land. House. I, they want the land. House I know our, our they nice want the
7: houses land. I, like you said, they're going to tear that down and right. they're going to build condos and they're going to build all that. Like, and then for me, me being from New York, we don't own nothing in New York. So it's a whole right. different conversation. Mm-hmm. Right, we don't yeah. know what it's like to have grandma own a house and pass it down. My grandma, yeah. rest in peace, her house, she owned in South Carolina. You know what I mean? But in New right. York. We don't own nothing in New York. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, I've never so, had anybody say that
3: before. Right. We
7: don't own sense. nothing. We own, like, the thing about New York, and it's funny, and this this kind of goes off topic, but it doesn't, like, I live in Atlanta now, right? Like, it took me moving to Atlanta to buy a house. I own my house. Mm-hmm. I own a couple cars. Yard, da 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 Grill on the deck. Whatever, whatever. All the beautiful things that you know, we push for. Grill <laughs> on the deck. Stuff go ahead, go y- ahead. Go I'll, ahead
3: be in, to I'll be in Atlanta next month.
7: Something <laughs> y'all probably grew up with. You know, but me being in Brooklyn, we ain't grow up with that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it took me moving to it took me moving to Atlanta to be able to get that. But give you a scenario. When you come down here, you come to Atlanta or North Carolina or whatever, everybody got the fly house. Everything is about the house. Everybody always wants you to come to their crib. Yo, come to the crib. Because they want to show off the house. In New York, you know what it's about? It's about what you got on. Because mm-hmm. everybody lives in the yeah. projects. Everybody mm-hmm. lives in a small box. Everybody right. lives yeah, in an yeah. apartment this big. So it's about what you got on. Yeah. In Atlanta or in the South, you could have on a, sw- a sweatsuit from Walmart, but your house be bananas. Your house would be something off M T V cribs. And it don't matter. It's just about your house. It's about showing off your crazy. house. In New York. Right. That's it's crazy. Right. It's about what you got on because we don't own nothing in New York. There's no That's right cultural though. That you whole thing, thing you're talking about
3: is cultural. Right. I watched this documentary about it was actually about Um, The name of the documentary is is on PBS. Look it up and watch it. It's called Driving While Black. It was on PBS. And they talked about the, the struggle, the whole Green Book thing and the struggle of black people to travel. And after the Great Migration, people would live up in New York and up north. And they didn't own a home because they couldn't a lot of times because of redlining. So the only thing they had was their cars and their clothes. It's A cultural yeah. thing, yeah, because of the, the racist institutions in America, so that's all they could own. And you so know, they how would trap, they
7: were would... to buy anything in New York as far as property right. It's ridiculous, like mm-hmm. you can't. That's what I'm saying. So, like, the point you're making about like Grandma House and all that, like, I get that, but like, me being from Brooklyn, like, we didn't own nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. we own well, the business next week, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we didn't yeah. own it because there was no way you would, even if you had. If, even if you had what you thought was the money to own that, you ain't had the money to own that. Like, exactly. There's no way to find anything in New York. That's exactly. why yep, yep. so many people in New York are flocking to Raleigh, or flocking to Atlanta, or flocking to Charlotte. You can't own nothing in New York. You know what I mean? So when I talk about gentrification, I'm talking about in the sense of like, imagine being in your house, imagine being in your apartment or your brownstone and you getting told, yo, you got to go. It's not even a yeah. discussion of yo. We own this right. house. We yep. can figure out a way to get the property tax. No, 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 no. You got to go because you don't even own. You this. got ninety
3: days. You, right. gotta, you got to yo, go. You days.
7: know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what's happening at Best style That's what's happening in my neighborhood. You know, right. So, right, Different ball game. And just back to the album. I just was tired of it, and and I wanted to speak on it, and I didn't feel like there was anything really starting that dialogue and that conversation, and reflecting what was going on and, and where we come from and where we're at, and that's what the album does, right? So when you play the beginning of the album it talks about the way my neighborhood was and mm-hmm. it takes you on this roller coaster ride and it ends with the way my neighborhood is and the beauty of it like we said earlier you don't have to be from new york you don't have to be from brooklyn to relate like on the single on the first single best eyes burning on the hook i'm like please atlanta don't let this happen to you please dmp mm-hmm. don't let this happen to you i'm shouting out all these different cities because it's like it's happening in these other cities and the That's reason great. why i said it like that is like please don't let it happen to you Is by the end of it You're like, damn, I see it happen to you. I see it already happen. Like, it's too late, you know. Because every time I would, you know, talk about things like this in my music here and there, people would always be like, yo, it's happening here too. It's happening in South Africa. It's happening in London. It's happening in Berlin. It's happening in North Carolina, LA. It's happening everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, where do they want us to move? Like, it's you it's know. the new pillaging. <laughs> I
4: think I think what's gonna happen is this right here is the fact that now that we are starting to get to the black wealth side of things, where we are taking our time and we're we're trying to build up black wealth. Pretty soon that gentrification is gonna reverse. We're gonna yeah. come back and we're gonna start buying all that back. You know what I'm saying? Because if you if, if you if you if you if you look at the way the trend is running and it's just like this, because let's speak to Tico's point, it's like no one taught you shit. They no one taught us how to invest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we don't know right. how to we don't know we don't know the ins and outs of owning a house because we wasn't you know what I mean we we didn't know. First of all, we weren't allowed to own a house. So all these homeowners and all these homeowner secrets and shit, guess what? that came from from motherfuckers that own slave houses and, and you know what I mean plantations and shit. So you know what I'm saying they got the ins and out four hundred years. that we coming in. They, we can't own a house, so we moved to New York because it's 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 the, the 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 Atlanta opportunity now, and they put us in projects and stuff like that, and they say, hey, when a project was nice to stay in, you're still paying rent, you know what I mean? And then, you know what I mean, and then, it, it, again, it's on the driving wheel black where we still are not, you know, the corn syrup of racism has black people so far behind, you know what I mean? When a system is made against you, now we can't really blame gentrification and us not doing anything because we don't know. Now we're starting to say, okay, we make our own money now. We're about mm-hmm. to do a resurgence of the black dollar. You know i said We understand how important that is. We understand owning a home is this and how to invest and all that stuff. After a few of these cryptocurrency millionaires come back to mm-hmm. and start buying the neighborhood back, we're going to go ahead and see what's going on. That's what I think.
1: Yeah. All I know, dude, all I know is this whole meta universe, this whole metaverse shit popping off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I heard mother <laughs> yo for real for real like motherfuckers is buying virtual lands. G heard virtual about that? Mm-hmm. Virtual yeah. fucking land. That shit is crazy. I own, <laughs> I own uh,
3: one square foot of the moon. Yeah, you can buy
5: a piece of Mars too. I don't know who's yeah. selling it, but and I got I'm,
3: it. and I'm about to buy like one square foot in Scotland so I can be like uh, a lord, uh, uh, mm. a a lady. Lady, <laughs> uh, look, <laughs> blah,
0: blah, blah. They look, the steer, look, to steer this, to steer this back to the album.
2: Yes, um... please. <laughs> <laughs> great Yo, conversation, though. Great me. conversation. Yeah, but
0: yeah, but yeah, That's but yeah, exactly. Funny. Great. Funny <laughs> but um, okay. I mean, there were some songs up there that were just complete, of course, complete standouts to me. Humble brag is one song that I keep on repeat, like all the time. Okay. But, uh. I was supposed to be a trap rapper. Yeah. Okay. Um talk to talk to us about the, you know, talk to us about that song. You know, where you're, you know, where where you're where you're saying, you know, when I first broke on the scene, I was put in this box, but I was actually, you know, but I was I, I was, you know, I was actually, you know, over in this box. Okay. <laughs> Or being able to see law boxes um you know you know like I said you know you know build on that a little bit you know you know especially you know how people can listen to you and you know and think think, hey yo he you know he you know he's a you know he's a backpacker, but at the same time you know you're actually at all
7: right absolutely, I think you kind of summed it up just to just to break down though you know the different levels of it um so the idea for the record came from friend of mine, you know, one of my guys I've known forever, you know, somebody I've, since I'm maybe like 14 years old, somebody I've been with forever, one of my day one guys in a sense,
5: mm-hmm.
7: you know, in the street, in and out the joint, boom, 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 whatever, that's kind of what what it is. And he uh, he came home, when he came home and called me, I mentioned him on uh, Rich Rhetoric, which is another song on the album as well, mm-hmm. when I said I was, you know, my man called me while I was writing, and, you know, interrupted me, reunited, like, best song on the second shit, whatever. So I'm talking about the same guy. So he comes home, calls me, yo, Scott, what up? Bro, I'm out. Boom, boom, boom. So about two, three weeks later, he calls me again. goes, yo, I need a favor. I know you in the music shit. I'm trying to break into the music shit and do the right thing. But from a behind the scenes standpoint, I ain't trying to rap and do all that. You know, I'm trying to get into the business side of it and, and do the right thing. So if there's any plugs or connections or anything that, you know, I need help with, I'm going to come to you because you my man and you and the music shit heavy. And I'm like, yeah, of course. So, you know, he was like, the kids who, um, you know, the the kids that I'm getting with, they do the drill shit, you know, New York, the drill Mm -hmm. shit, whatever. He was like, you know, I know you do like the the skateboard, backpack shit, whatever, whatever. And I laughed. I was like, bro, I never made a skateboard record in my life. (laughs) And and, and he laughed and he was like, nah, nah, you know what I mean? He was like, you know, I, I don't know how to describe it, but I just mean like, the true authentic shit. You do the true authentic shit. And I was like, nah, I got you. Whatever, whatever. I'm just fucking with you. Whatever, whatever. So we gotta five, five, four, three, two. Touchdown. Uh, did it freeze up again?
0: Touchdown. Yep. Yeah. Good. You good? You good, well, good now? You know,
7: it made me laugh. I said, you know, a lot of my fans wouldn't know that these are the type of individuals I grew up with. These are the guys I'm with every day when the mic is off. These are the guys who I was shoulder to shoulder with these are the guys who we were sitting on a bench and the park, uh, the cops was driving by in the park and and we was nervous. Like, what's up? Like whether we had a reason or not, you know, like they, my, my fans wouldn't know that. Mm -hmm. And that's how the idea for the record came. Like I was supposed to be a trap rapper based on the neighborhood I grew up in, the people I grew up around, you know, um, the stuff that surrounded us, the activities that was going on day to day. I mean, I would be in my man crib, you know, 13, 14 years old playing NBA live and he's chopping rocks at 14. Like he's bagging rock. Like that was normal. It wasn't a big deal. Like that was normal. You know what I mean? So like somebody who grew up like that doesn't go on to make, you know, quote unquote backpack records. They go on to make (laughs) trap hip hop records. You know what I'm saying? So but for me, we was listening to, the locks who you know i absolutely love in the door we was listening to the locks and we was listening to jay and we was listening to rough riders and we was listening to all that stuff but then i was also on the side listening to i want to say on the side on top of that was listening to slumville tribe or mm-hmm. quest daylight you know i was listening to all these other things as well and i would bring some of this stuff home like yo you y'all has gotta to listen to dilla yo you and they be like, yo, who Dilla? What you talking about? You know what I mean? But so I'm in the circle with them and we doing one thing, but I also got this other side of me from going to college and all these different things that they wasn't doing and just having an ear that expanded in different ways, being a jazz head because of the house I grew up in and all that, that mm-hmm. exposed me to a lot of different things and made me more receptive to other sounds. So I would bring, yo, you gotta listen to Dilla, yo, we gotta listen to LB. And you know, my friends would be like, What are you talking about? Like, who is that? You know what I mean? Like so, I was in the middle. I was playing tug of war with both of these sides. Yeah. And that's what spawned the record. Like I really was supposed to be a trap rap. Like I was in a group when I was a teenager. I was in a group with stack bundles. You know what I mean? Rest oh, in peace, that's my brother. We were in a group yeah. together. You know what I mean? So the guy who is cousins with Justice League and Little Brother isn't normally the guy who's in a group with stack bundles. That was me, you know? Right.
0: So that okay. that's where the record came from. Wow! Wow! Yeah, and you know, it's and it's look, it's an incredible record. I cannot wait to hear you do it live. I'm just gonna just 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 gonna put it out there, especially when you get especially when you get to the end, okay? And when yeah. you get to the end, when you are rhyming over the trap beat, okay? Yeah. Now I know we had I know we had this conversation the last time the you know the last time you came through, and it was a conversation about ghostwriting.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, now you know. Because, I, you know, we're not the type, you know, you know, because I know you do some writing. OK. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not the type that's going to ask you, you know, who you wrote for, because, you know, you know, NDAs and wait. such, you're not supposed Ooh, to. Exactly. <laughs> OK, so. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to ask you that question. But the question I am going to ask you is, you know, you got a lot of purists out here. Who, when it comes to the ghostwriting or the writing for an MC, period, you know, is because of their purest instincts, it's looked down upon. Um, Mm -hmm. What would you tell them, you know, as an MC and as an MC who writes
7: for others? The purest who look down on people who ghostwrite?
0: Yeah.
3: No, who
7: are ghostwriters? Oh, no, who who use ghostwriters? Well, well,
0: who use ghostwriters or just use writers in general? Mm
7: -hmm. Well, it's a catch-22, right? Because the true MC in me is like, nah, man, you got to write your own stuff. You know what I mean? You you, you got to write your own goods. You got to write your own material. It's about being great. It's about being dope. It's about pushing the pen. And then the guy who owns a house and a couple cars and has a son who wants everything he needs, Give me you know, that like,
3: money. Nah, we ghostwriting. everything.
7: For you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, straight up and down. Like, you know, ghostwriting has done a lot of things for my life, for my family. You know what I mean? Like, ghostwriting has done a lot. Ghostwriting has put me in a lot of rooms. Like, the thing about, and, and that's another thing about the record, about, you know, I was supposed to be a trap rapper. When it comes to my work, when it comes to my material, Sky Zoo, the artist, I'm on this purest, hip hop backpack side of the fence and that's great. You know, I love it here. I make the music that I want to make. I got the biggest <laughs> fans in the world, the whole deal. When I ghostwrite, I'm in rooms and studios and circles that no one would dare imagine that I would be in. Like you go to somebody's house to ghostwrite and you know, they got the the chefs and the servants coming up to you like, Sir, would you like some more champagne or would you like some crab legs while you guys write? And I'm like, hold on,
3: hold on, oh. hold on. Hold on, Skazy. You go to someone's house to ghostwrite. That is, well, just... I have this the time.
7: Yeah, yeah I
3: get it. I already this week. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, but I, I, get it. And however, with 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 you saying that kind of puts a picture in my mind of you actually like having a conversation and there's a discussion about okay, the, these are the things that oh, have 100%. happened to me. And I want you to put those in a nice right she write me, write me, write me write that, That's write the best me, way.
7: Me. That's the best way to do it, right? Like there's multiple ways to do it. Let's say you know if, if you were looking for records, and it's like, oh yeah, hip hop mom is looking for records. You know she need. Records. Oh,
3: hip hop mom wants a mixtape though,
7: for right. real. Well, I'm just <laughs> using this example. I, I, I'm sorry, I thought that was your name. When <laughs> okay. I'm using this example. All right. This hypothetically. Yo, hip hop mom is looking for records. Um, you know she's working on her joint now. Uh, you know, cool. So just make some records and send some records over. You do that. Or there's a more intimate way of doing it where you really get with the artists and you're sitting there with them and you're vibing and you're having a conversation. So I may get with you and be like, all right, so let's talk. Where you from? How'd you grow up? How do you see yourself as an artist? What are the things that you're trying to represent? What are the things that you're going through right now? You may come to me mm-hmm. and be like, yo, I'm dealing with a, a dude who's doing such and such. I want to make a record about that. Yo, I'm dealing with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with a, uh, This side of the industry, I'm dealing with the issue of being a woman in the industry and not being respected, whatever it may be. You may say, I want to make a club record because chicks go out and they work all week and they need something to go crazy to on a Friday night. Whatever it is, we'll have a discussion and a conversation that will help me make the record yours. You know, like it's the difference between going to the store and buying a suit or a dress or going to Mm -hmm. a tailor. And then measuring you and you getting your right. suit or your dress made. Yeah, so, the, the, you the tailor I mean? costs so,
3: more. I get it. I get it. Let me yeah, get it. so Let me that,
7: that that's pants. the way I work. But, you know, like I said, ghostwriting has put me in rooms where, like, man, I'll be at people's house, you know, working at their studio in the crib. The crib is $15 million And, you know, we in there. And they literally, like, would you, anything you guys want us to make, anything, sir, you want us to make, you know, cool. Like, you want some crab legs? Yeah, I'll take some crab legs while I write raps. So why not? You know I mean like, I would like right. the
3: loose meat sandwich off the Roseanne bar show, please.
7: It's like, yo, I'm, I'm like, I'm not hungry right now, but why would I not take the king crab legs and champagne while <laughs> like, Fuck it, you know? <laughs> like, you know so people would freak out if they knew the rooms and the people in my circle and the people in my phone. They would be like, no way is Sky Zoo cool with so-and-so. No way is he right. with so-and-so. No way is he. No way. Nah, 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 nah. Sky Zoo, the, the backpack... Nah, nah, really? Yeah. yeah, really. You know what I mean? It's I mean, whole do you, do you a whole other side. Like
3: Yasser has said, it art, it's art. It's open for right. interpretation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no right. reason you can't write any Absolutely. type of and, and box here's the rap that there here's, is. When,
7: like it, when, it comes, when it comes to ghostwriting, here's where I think you draw the line at. And, you know, it happened years ago with the whole Meek Mill Drake thing and all that stuff. And I don't know the the inside of that because... I'm not involved with either one of those camps. You know, I know the Drake guys, and Drake's actually a cool dude. I actually know Drake a little bit, but Drake writes. You know what I mean? Like i you know, Drake definitely writes. But um, I'm just using that as an example because that was a hot topic years ago. The thing with me and how I look at ghostwriting is there's nothing go there's nothing wrong with getting help and ghostwriting and all that stuff unless you're running around talking about I'm the greatest, I'm the nicest, I'm the uh, best. Right. You know, yeah. That's, yeah. when that's what I was going to get into. That's when it's like, yo, hola, 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 hola. And that's why when certain people find out about writers and getting help, they be like, oh, man, my heart is broke. When you found out, you know, that Puff wasn't writing or whoever, it didn't bother you because you Puff wasn't supposed to be the greatest rapper ever. Mm-hmm. Puff was the greatest entertainer ever. Puff made right. one you know, of the greatest producers in hip-hop ever. Puff can put together an album better than damn anybody. You know what I mean? So when you mm-hmm. find out guys like that aren't writing, it's like, Big deal. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cool. I'm glad so and so and so and so was writing for Farrell March mm-hmm. was writing for Puff and all these different people. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. That's great. You know what I mean? But when you got rappers who may be like, yo, I'm the nicest ever. I'm the best. I'm a legend. I'm top 10. I'm top five. And you find out that that guy or girl isn't writing, that's when it's a problem. So yo, because it'll break let's my heart. Step back, let's, step a,
3: let's step back a little bit. Explain to the people the difference between writing credits and having mm-hmm. a ghostwriter.
7: See, it's just so it gets tricky with clear. that too. It gets tricky with that too because there's a lot of people who do get their credits, but they are still considered a ghostwriter. You know, you look at mm-hmm. Sahai, like Sahai the Prince, he's um, you know, he ghostwrites a ton of stuff for Yay, and mm-hmm. you know, all that type of stuff. It came out that he might have been helping Travis with some stuff and all that. He got his credits, but it's still he's still a ghostwriter because mm-hmm. these are people who you would not think had a writer like gotcha. Yay mm-hmm. or Travis or whatever. So in that sense, it's like, oh, wow, son is a ghost right there. He got help, whatever, 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 even though he got his credits. Then you have situations where you may not get your credits on the artwork because some artists are really, really taking it to the grave that they don't get help when they do. There are some artists out there that you'll read the credits and it'll have their name on every record. And I don't know, like, thing write that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, doing yeah. so artwork to save face yeah, put so-and-so name on there, keep such-and-such name off, keep my name off, whatever, whatever. But when it comes down to publishing, when it comes down to splits, when it comes down to ASCAP and BMI and CSAC, yeah, my name is in the mix. So-and-so name is in the mix, and everybody's getting paid, you know? So so it is really traceable. Look, if
3: you, you have the internet, you could actually track down shit you've written on. I mean, I'm not going to do it cuz I don't have that capability. I don't even do No, it,
7: my but... my stuff is really really low. My stuff is okay. really Okay. Really yeah. All right. But um people know because I remember I did a um I remember I did a radio interview with somebody um somebody kind of big and somebody very very prominent actually I shouldn't say kind of, but somebody very prominent and um I did a radio interview with them a while ago. This was years ago and it was off the air. It was like, "Yo, I heard you was with writing with so-and-so and i was like no i wasn't and it was like, oh, yeah i heard about that it was dead real like they knew it and i was like huh? i just got off the plane like yesterday you know what i am mean? saying? like how did they know that and he and was like no nah, no nah, i heard about that and i was like what he was like yeah and he kind of winked at me and i was like oh man like what so like i do my best to keep everything very very yeah, very yeah, yeah you know what i mean but like you're doing a good job because if i
3: if i was you then i'd be like accidentally dropping names and stuff. You're like, you have your brain changed like so-and-so. and Well, I'm I'm a Capricorn.
7: Capricorns me too. Are your birthday? You, go, so you know, Christmas Eve.
3: Mine's the day after Christmas. Oh, wow. Oh, oh,
7: that that explains oh, a lot.
0: Oh, 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 wow. That explains a whole lot. That, ex- that explains a whole
7: damn, lot. A friend of mine hit me a while ago, and he was mad. He sent me a link. and It was a like a Facebook or something like that. It was a link that said like, Who the Skies, Who Ghosts write for. And it was like a discussion with people naming people like, yo, I think he write for so-and-so. I think he write for so-and-so. And And my man sent it to me mad, like, yo, man, look at this, man. And I loved it. I was like, fuck it. Like, because it wasn't, some, they had a few on there that was right. A lot of them wasn't true. But I was like, if they want to talk, let them talk. I'm not saying nothing. So I thought it was cool, but my man was mad. He was like, yo, how they going to be... Here, naming all these people, man. I was like, fuck it. Like, I ain't come out and say nothing, and I never will. You know, what I mean, I thought it was yeah. funny, but um, <laughs> but it was a couple names on there. I was like, wow, they got that right, they got that right. But a lot of it, I was like, y'all bugging. I don't write for so and so. Like, you know, what I mean, people keep <laughs> saying like outlandish names. Like, people be like, yo, write for Jay. I'm like, no, like, right like Jay writes for other people, you know, what I mean, like Jay writes everything. Jay was writing for Puff at one point, like, you know, Jay was writing for Foxy, like they don't need no help. You know what I mean? Like no way. Like, but, um, people come up to me, yo, you write songs. So I'm like, I wouldn't say if I was, but definitely not doing that. So like, nah, but, um, yeah, I, I thought it was funny. I was like, ah, that's cool, like, whatever. But, um, yeah, those has been a way for me to be on the other side of the fence as the guy who grew up where I sat on something to believe in on the record. I said, part of me is most deaf. Part of me is mace. That's very, very real. Like,
0: wow, yeah. Half
7: of me is most def, half of me is Mason Bethel, without a doubt. You know yeah. what I mean? i met Mace at the airport a month ago and freaked out. I mean, I was like, yo, <laughs>
3: fanboy.
7: I was like, fanboy. you're mace, bro. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I <laughs> up. like, like Peace, what's up? I was like, bro, you're mace, b <laughs> like mm-hmm. I freaked, you know, like so um, and I'm the guy who rhymes on, you know, 90s feeling boom beats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that's me. There's this ill split. There's this mm-hmm ill juxtaposition. And that's okay,
3: like we live in it's such beautiful.
7: It's beautiful. a damn you,
3: or society. It can be, there's so many more ands than there right. are ors. Exactly. Like, But people exactly. want you to be this or that when I can be this and this and right. this and that. Like as long it as is, it
7: makes sense. You're never right. going to hear me come out and be like, yo, I'm going to make a, a, a trap album and start, like, you're not going to see that. You're not going to have an album like this and then I'm going to give you a record that sounds like one of these lulls, whatever running around like that, it's I'm not gonna do that. It's Mm -hmm. not gonna be well, I told y'all I listened to this too. I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Cause that that's not me. That's not what I build. That's not my brand. That's not what my music is about. But I'm gonna show you all of these sides of me that make sense and kind of coincide with one another and ride the same wave Mm -hmm. and tie Mm -hmm. in together where it makes sense. Just like you said on um I was supposed to be a trap rapper at the end of the record I do a trap song. Not one person complained about that record. Not one complained about that record. They was like, yo, the trap joint at the end. I don't listen to trap. But yo, that's dope. You killed that. Right, right. So that's how you gotta do it. And it's a very delicate line to walk. And I I think that's why a lot of people don't walk it, because it's a very delicate line to try to walk. But I've figured out a way and mastered how to walk it, just being myself, being the guy who was listening to Most Deaf and Black Star and was listening to Mace and the locks. Like it's what it was. All right.
1: What if, what if so if there I so a good question just popped
2: up. Go a good question just popped up with with, with the uh uh ghost writing and stuff. So uh chairs dropped in there. Uh do you sign non-disclosure agreements?
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. But also too, when you get with when you build your name in it, a lot of times people don't feel like you have to. They're comfortable oh, wow. with you. You know what I mean? Like they're comfortable with. That's
3: you. cool, but it's bad business. Like, yeah, you know, but
7: they know. Like I ain't doing. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't doing. Yeah,
3: I, I get that. But one. But I agree with you. you know like, what I'm but I would. But I would never. Everybody.
7: Yeah, but yeah. I would never. I, I, I would it. never. I that's said. that's the right. Capricorn. I would never. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, it's, it's kinda, it's, it's, like a
2: gentleman's agreement, right?
7: Yeah. You know, Mike. Listen, I'm gonna come. You won't
4: pay me this X amount of dollars. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I'm gonna write this motherfucker song. You say it's you. And then I could go over here. And then at the end of the day, it's like this, because you could you can also, it's kind of like almost like writing a story. It's like you might not, you might do an action movie, write an action movie one day and then go write a hard and next day and then go write a love story. All that can be inside of you. Exactly. It's just that, hey, Sky exactly. Zoo wants to do, wants to, no one wants to hear a rock record from Sky Zoo. But right. I can go over here to the Electric Squirrels and write the, 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 the song right. for the Electric Squirrels and then still get that off. You know what I'm saying? Right.
7: I, you know what I mean? No, that, that, that's people. a perfect way to describe it. I I actually mm-hmm. use a similar analogy where I say, you know, you look at an actor and they'll play a bunch of different roles, you know? Uh, Will Smith, Denzel, all these guys, some of the greatest guys ever. Denzel had uh, American Gangster and like a month later, he had The Great Debater. You <laughs> know I mean? Like right. a month later, you know? So that's kind of what it is where it's like, yeah, I'm this guy, <laughs> but I could go and do this, and do this, and do this for these other people. And right. um, you know, and, and and that be that, you know, but you know, as far as paperwork and stuff, I definitely get all my paperwork as far as splits and stuff like that. As far right. as the NBA and just being quiet about being in the studio and that is like it, it ain't that serious, but you know, I get all my paperwork, of course, as far as splits and publishing and, and my rights and all that stuff. But um right. like I said, you know, you you build your name right on that side of the game you get invited, you people, people want to rock with you. People trust right. you, people believe in you, people mm-hmm. comfortable. Like I said, I'll be at people house, you know what I mean? I'll be at mm-hmm. people's cribs and, you know, penning for them while the kids is running around in and out of the studio and it's, mm-hmm. it's comfortable. You know, they trust me, right. be in a house with their family and all that and be in a studio that costs a thousand dollars an hour and we in there working for eight, nine hours, you know, like it's just, right. it's a part of it, but it's a whole different side of what you know sky zoo as and i love it because i get to dance in both worlds for lack of a better term mm-hmm. yeah okay sky. so
0: so sky this friday yeah poor house yep. you know what should we look what should we expect out of a sky zoo show?
7: oh man lyricism on top of lyricism and just getting to these records and and just having a blast you know bringing hip-hop to life for the night you know, it's a Friday night too, so I know Raleigh gonna come out, you know, because I know yes. Raleigh is such a hip hop city. North Carolina as a whole is a state, such a hip hop, you know, ground. It's, 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 uh, but Raleigh is such a hip hop city, man. Like every time I do a show out there or North Carolina in general, it's always great. Turnout is always great. The people are great. The fans, you know, the supporters, uh, it's always amazing. So you got to give that back. So, there's no half stepping on the cane. Like I can't half step on the cane. I never will. You know, I'm going to step all the way in it. So, um,
5: <laughs>
7: it's going to be right. You know, it's going to be great. We're going to have a blast and, and we're going to get to these records and bring this album to life. You know, it's yeah. a beautiful album that I'm extremely proud of. And it's, it's making the rounds on all these top 10 lists and top five lists and top of the year lists. And, you know, I'm I'm flattered and humbled and honored, but I also know the work I put in and I know what the record is and what it stands for. So, I'm not surprised when people feel that strongly about it. Not because I'm gloating, but because I know what it is. Like if your grandma's make that plate, she know what she did. So when you like grandma, this plate mm-hmm. is made, she know what she did. You know, she like, yeah, I know mm-hmm. the love and the work and, and everything <laughs> I put, I know Absolutely. the foot I put in that. You know what I mean? Like right. straight up exactly. So, you know, exactly. I, I know the record I made and what it represents for us as a people, what it represents for our culture, mm-hmm. and what it represents for, who we are and, and where we've been and where we've come from, and where we're trying to get to in light of all of these things being taken from us, all these things being ripped right. away mm-hmm. from us, and, and what we've had to endure. I mean, literally, our culture man, that's the part that hurts the worst. You know, our culture. Mm-hmm. We got a record culture ish on the album, you know, Supreme sold for 2 Billy, looked in my closet like they should split that with me for every collab T sold for 250, and every face of Dawn Don't It resembling me. Like, you know what I mean? Like,
5: I so you know, excited.
7: Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yo, these, you know, and Supreme, I got a bunch of Supreme. That's why I said what I said in the line. So it's not a shot, but it's just a reality of like, yo, we mm-hmm. built this. and We don't get to dictate or have any say so. You go on some of these websites that represent our fashion and our sense and our brand, and no one in on, in the ads will look like us. No one on the right. website mm-hmm. on the Absolutely. ads on the gram or whatever will look like us. They'll sure be dressed like us, though. You know what I mean? And they'll be representing yeah. that brand. Yep, yep. None of them will mm-hmm. look like us. When we created that with the kid getting yeah. paid $1,000 for that shoot. Looked like he from, you know, uh, Montana or, you know what I'm saying? Or Japan. Right. They don't. <laughs> but we created that. But name yeah. another culture that does that.
3: That's our you know, style. It's music,
7: yep. fashion, yeah. art. Name another culture that that happens to. It only happens to us as black folk because a lot yeah. of times we allow it. Sometimes we don't have a choice. But A lot of times we allow it because we just want to get so close to be in a certain door that we've been told was so prestigious. You'll have websites and, and, and you know, people that do interviews. Even like us sitting right here right now, we doing this interview, we having a good time. I know a lot of people that, you know, heads over the platform like you guys or that represent what you guys do may reach out to somebody and, and they may curve it and be like, nah, I'm good. But let it be one of these other publications or one of these other streams mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll jump on that because they think, oh, man, well, I got to go over there and do that with Susie. I got to go over there and do that with, you know what I'm saying? I got to go over there and do that because O-D-B and gonna do that, I ain't going to be on that site. I ain't going to be on Fader. I ain't going to I got to go do that. You know, like, nah, man, support your own, like do that. That's cool for sure. Support your own though. You know what I mean? Like because y'all could be the next Fader. Y'all could be the next complex. Y'all could be the next, you know, breakfast club, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like do that, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you know, that that's, that's where as black folk, sometimes we go wrong where we got to go right. You know, we, we
0: got to uh-huh. feel that turnout. Well, look, I'll say this. That's one of the reasons why I appreciate that you've been on this show twice. <laughs> okay. This is one, yeah. one of the main reasons that I did. I appreciate it. That, you know, I reached out. I was like, yo, can you come through? And you always like, yo, Ben, what do we need to do? I love right. that. That's I love what's up. that. Yep. Let's Ladies and gentlemen, Friday, all the yep. brilliant, all the brilliant things
7: with my black elbow cover.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, black son on the cover, Tico.
3: I look, they got the J's on. They got the J's on, Tico. But that could be like, the... like
1: white folks don't wear
7: J's. <laughs> yeah. don't
3: stop it. Tico, stop. Me,
7: that's me and my son Miles on that cover right there. Hey, Tico, shout Tico, Tico Miles, I'm, yo, I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm, tell you this. Man.
4: I'm gonna tell you this right here, Tico. If Sky jump off stage on you, I'm gonna try to hold him. But you look like a big dude <laughs> in
7: real life. You know what me, I'm saying? Me, listen, let me, let me, you my let me, man let me, let, me, let me tell you something, <laughs> I'll Bishop. i will him a big ass poster of it that yeah, he can see the brown face.
2: <laughs> will you say, Tigo?
7: <laughs> Look. If Scott jump
1: off the motherfucking stage and Scott dive off me, motherfucker, I'm moving to the left. You can believe that shit. Thinking, I ain't trying to hold up nobody, Goddamn it. I, I know this. Look, look. Look at this right here. I'm I know not, my weight, nigga. I'm not, not
7: moving type of I, performance. I, I, I'm, I'm look, on that stage locked in and loaded. We I, don't I, stay I, I have nothing. I have not no weightlifting motherfucker. I am
1: country cock strong. I will push your ass the quickness. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, Scott, man. Yo, Scott, man. Yo. I enjoyed the album, man. I sat there and listened. You know, Perry... Perry tends to get a little you know
5: emotional, some, not, not, yeah, emotional. emotional
1: for, for, for somebody for somebody that's so he's that got so much
5: curly hair watch your mouth.
1: hey stop it you watch know, him out he really dips down he really, he really down i don't really care about down. the honey down. mustard voice no, no, no. you know i don't he care. really down Keep into hardcore motherfucking damn hip hop <laughs> i mean you know what i'm saying some old gangster shit you know what i'm saying now Perry always had that upstate, you know what I'm saying, coochie rap, you know what I'm saying, gangster type shit, and I was always eight ball MJ, Pet, Troy, and all them niggas like that, and um, and in all actuality, Perry turned me on to you, you know what I'm saying, and um, and I, I listen to you, and I, 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 I and I like watching you, you know what I'm saying, like watching the growth. You know what I mean? I appreciate the growth and 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 the shit that you do, man. I appreciate everything that you do. Yeah, much love. You know? I appreciate it, and man. Much love. I'm, only seven, I'm really, I'm really you up because you know what I'm saying. I really wanted to get some of these lyrics for this gospel hotel album I got going on. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> no, nigga, my mixtape is first. My mixtape is first.
5: Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gospel
1: there you go.
0: hotel. Oh, gospel hotel. Get it going. But look, look, Friday night. Poor House, Raleigh, North Carolina, Be in the House, Sky oh. Zoo, headline. Anything. Yeah. Once again, my brother, thank you. Thank you for once again blessing us Blessing us with your presence on Straight to Tape.
7: Uh, so love, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. I'll see you y'all on a couple days. Yeah, a couple yeah. days for sure. We're going to get busy. All right. Yeah, Yo. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Look, Friday, I'm gonna need a new drop from you, okay? So, but we'll we we'll, we we'll, we'll talk about that on Friday. Me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sky Zoo. Thank you.
2: Thanks, bro. Appreciate yeah. you. Peace
0: and love. Man, wow, man, wow. Rounded show. I'm tired. Ooh, man, hey, man look, look
3: had one like that in a minute. I was supposed
0: yeah, to the gym after this. That right, was, that was, was cool. fun. That that, that yeah, was v- that was very very much. I'm trying a to find the link show. for the
3: tickets for the show, and I'll drop it in the chat.
0: Yeah, make Wouldn't. sure you drop that. You make sure you drop that in the chat mm-hmm. because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, it is going to be an incredible evening of and uh, get your of hip hop today or tomorrow. Yeah, because This yeah. shit's gonna sell out. Yeah. Uh,
1: because it's gonna be packed.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know it's gonna be packed. Hosted by Bishop Omega.
4: You know what? When I when I say going. <laughs> First of all, I would tell I tell people, motherfuckers, all the time. Ain't nobody gonna host better than me. It ain't. It's not not one man nigga in the North Carolina Triangle area that can host better than me. But you know what I'm saying. So that I, we're just gonna put that on the table. But listen, but I got some inside. Trust me. There's a meet and greet. If you get you if you get your, uh your tickets early, you can meet and greet with Sky mm-hmm. Zoo at seven o'clock. You know what I'm saying. I got the show line up. Listen, they they threw some of the numbers out there when Perry or Key said uh that this show is gonna sell out it's gonna sell out it's gonna sell out the pre-orders are already out the out the door right now so i'm just telling y'all that's what it's gonna be is that me yeah nigga yeah let me stop let me stop moving around so much
0: (laughs) well look man um wow great show but hey yo tico
1: yes
0: uh do you have anything uh weird for us today
1: of course I do, my brother. Of
0: course. Oh, wow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tico's Theater of the Weird, 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 Weird,
3: Weird, Weird,
2: Weird, Weird, Weird,
3: Weird, 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 Super Weird.
2: budget. Look at they that people. Attention. That's what happens
1: when the budget comes through here, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens when the budget comes through here.
2: We gotta prove.
1: Yes. Got is a- so let me explain to you what's going on up in here. Since we had some New York uh, MCs out here doing their thing and um and it's kinda hot in these here streets. Let me tell you how hot it is. How it's hot so- is it? I- so, how your man bursted into flames after being tased
2: by police?
1: What? Oh, yeah.
2: Somebody he burst into flames, be. Albeit- he
1: bursted into flames, my brother. And I'm not talking, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, flame on, you know what I'm saying, Fantastic Four, dude. I'm talking, he he went ablaze. A he went ablaze. 29 year. 29. 29- a uh, year old uh Jason Jones has you know was known by the police of being intoxicated and 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 talking shit a lot you know <laughs> he, he always came around there and they knew him well, and they figured that he was going to go himself or hurt somebody because he was just extra extra fucked up this day, so they decided to go ahead and you know, bypassed all the fucking damn slur and drunk talk and decided to go ahead and tase him. But when they okay. did do that, when they did that, <laughs> he bursted into fucking flames. Mm. Just prior going down Sun Step's trip. Let me tell you, son. It comes to find out that sometime during the day, this man has soaked his whole body with hand sanitizer.
2: Man, come on, fam. What? I don't know why. <laughs>
1: I don't know how he did it. He might have been too drunk. He might have just had, you know, he might have been wanting to wash himself or something, wanting to get himself clean and just took some damn hand sanitizer <laughs> and decided to go ahead and wash himself and to get rid of the funk. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just saying this is the only reason why I could think that somebody would have to use hand sanitizer to wash All their, over body. their body. Mm. So let's just say 70%. Alcohol connected with fifty thousand volts of fucking electricity does cause fire. It does, ladies and gentlemen. it does, and the only question that I really, really have to have is does uh, new York is this finally interact the sensible hand sanitizer safety laws? i don't know I'm <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, maybe so um, I, I heard that. Is getting some sponsorships. Um, he's getting sponsorships from KFC. KFC now has Original, Crispy, Extra Crispy, and Jason. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> so Damn. By, by, all
2: means,
5: by,
1: by all means, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there and you're fucked up in the game and you see police officers reaching for the taser, Think to yourself, did I wash my ass with hand sanitizer today or did I just use regular soap? Mm. And That right there will be the deciding issue on how the night ends, ladies and gentlemen. So big ups to Jason. Um,
3: Did Jason live? Huh?
0: Jason lives. Do you know Uh, Jason lives? Which one was that? (laughs) I think that was like like four, right? Jason, four. Yeah, I think (laughs) that was was number four. (laughs) So,
3: you know. Hey, Jason? That was an honest question, y'all. I didn't even read it for that shit. That (laughs) funny.
0: Okay. So I thought that was. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Mm. Wow, wow. Yo, Key, you got a verse for us? and lives. Yeah,
3: I'm just gonna um circle back to what I always be saying, and y'all heard Yasmine say it tonight that you can't have self, oh, uh. self evaluation and self care requires self awareness. So the self awareness part is the hard part. It's the hard part of sitting with yourself and realizing like who you are and what you are. And picking those pieces of yourself to elevate or to discard. Like, it's okay. Like, if you don't want to be something anymore, it's all right to not be that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what people think about you or family, friends. Like, I decided probably three years ago, like, listen, I've got stress that's organic to my life. Kids, I got to make money to feed the kids and myself. And then that's it. That's all. That's all that I really am super concerned about. That's what sits at my core. So anything else in my realm that causes me stress, it can get cut off. I don't care who it is or what it is. But you have to be willing. Nigga. Yep. (laughs) Quickly.
2: (laughs) I've seen seen you cut people smooth the fuck off. I've seen you do it. Yep. Witnessed it firsthand. Yep. Yep.
3: And it's not, it's not. It's not automatic for me. It just is a progression. Right. So right. Whatever. Anyway. That's true. That's not what I was talking about. However, you have to sit with yourself and determine those pieces of you that you want to, again, elevate or get rid of. And it's okay to get rid of the pieces of you. Does mean doesn't make it not you anymore. It's just the better you. So, you can't have... Self care or self improvement without self awareness. Thanks, Yas.
0: Mm, thank you. Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, another excellent episode of Straight to Tape. Told you we had a special episode for you, and this was by far special. Okay. Uh, one, you know, you can catch us on Tuesday nights. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Facebook Live on YouTube and on Twitch. Audio version of Straight to Tape is available on your favorite podcasting platforms. Make sure you go to our social media uh, platforms, uh, IG, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, Straight to Tape. And, of course, hit that subscribe button over at S2T Media. Yo, Rob. Yes, sir you know what time it is go ahead and show some love to the comment section
2: is that what we're doing now we're showing love to the comment section that's what we're doing
0: that's what we're doing that's what we're doing
2: hey listen man if you if you're still watching live go ahead and drop a heart on this joint for me you know what i'm saying but uh getting to the comment section man um again you know how we do thank y'all for rocking with your favorite podcast starting off with the homie daniel checking in early we had the the homie joe biggs on the check in p. What are we doing Thursday night?
0: Oh yes, yes, yes! Thursday night, okay. Uh, straight to tape. We'll be joining Front Porch Discussions. We'll be we'll be guest on the Front Porch Discussion show with Joe Biggs and his Front Porch Discussion cuss. crew. Keisha, Keisha cannot cuss, Keisha but, cuss, but ch- come Keisha. check us out six fifteen Eastern Standard Time, okay? Um, Live. You know, f- Facebook Live and on youtube so make sure you come check us out shouts you know once again shouts out to joe biggs and the front porch discussion crew we'll be happy to sit on the porch we're only gonna drink a little bit and key ain't gonna curse
2: all right continuing on shout out to the homie jay berkeley gold i got it right for a change Hey, my man what's up what's up jimmy also lynn on the check-in had the homie, the big chief, Raj. my man, Clee, fresh out of Facebook jail, thirty day bid. What's up, homie? Hold uh, on, Candy. Kee,
3: uh, wait, wait. Clee asked did I have the mic from uh, uh, the DJ on used on Hustle and Flow. No, sir. These are road podcasting mics because we're yes. fancy.
2: Yes, these Rode, really Rode pod uh, mic.
3: You pod mic. This
2: came Street. from the uh, the research Street. and development uh Wing of S two T. Thank you, Um, Candy. What's (laughs) up, girl? Thanks for checking in. Also, the homie Paul. What's up, Uh, Cecil? What's up, bro? What's going on with you, man? Perry, shut up! Shut up, up, Perry! Shut up! Perry, Perry, you got to no, you got to shut up! You got to shut up, bro! You sound like a transformer, bro. Yeah, Yeah, you sound like an robot. He gone. He gone. Thank you. you. L- log Sound in.
1: like you got T-Pain's
3: dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma buy you a drink. Damn <laughs> get out of my head. <laughs> I'ma take it home Nigga.
2: I got money in the anyway. Play. Cecil, what's up, man? Hey, hey, Nisi thanks for checking in. Thanks for also sharing the stream. Cherish what's up, girl? Thank you for checking in. My homie John Champion. Champ, what's up, bruh? store oh, podcast. Man. Thanks for sharing the stream as well. Ah, uh, big hump. What's up, homie? Thank you for checking in. We had Carice on the check in. What's up, girl? Ooh, Gina. Nice yeah, we had a lot of people today. Gina, what's up with you? I sim the homie. Tanisha, what's going on? Also in the reacts, we had April. We had Brandy T. We had Tanya T. We also had Angela P. On the check in and sharing the stream. Thank you, Bishop. Bishop always shares our streams. Thank you. Uh, right. Thank the Record Store Podcast again. Thank Nisi for sharing the stream. Michael Innocence, thank you for sharing the stream. I caught that early. Appreciate it. And again, listen, if I forgot you, sorry. Didn't mean it. You know what I'm saying? Love you. But, um, what do you say?
3: Never mind. Continue.
2: Say it. Say it again. Shade. No, I'm Unless
3: you're, no, I'm not going to do it. Oh, shit
2: tell us later anyway again thank you for checking in with your favorite podcast man and uh rocking out with you man a lot of y'all is y'all bedtime and shit you know what i'm saying and uh you got other stuff to do but you rocked with us you fucked with us the hard way we really really
0: appreciate you
2: we love y'all for it man and continue to support your favorite podcast
0: and look and we love we love bringing you special stuff tonight was special look sh- uh oh one other thing the, the Tico's Theater of the we- of the Weird theme song, okay, produced by Big C. So Cecil, Yay, thank you, yeah, Thanks, thank you absolutely. for the track, yeah. my man. All right, well, you know Thanks, we bro. Look, Thanks, bro and we got some. I more. need my we birthday some, cake though. We do have some more upcoming. Uh, yo, uh, Bishop.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Yo, man. Uh, uh when y'all back on the air, bro.
4: We actually on the back. We back on the air t- uh, tomorrow night. So we'll be we'll back tomorrow night. We're going to talk about Virgil, the passing of Virgil. We're going to talk about Young Dolph. We're going to talk about uh, Liz um, Cambridge uh, and her OnlyFans. For you know, what I'm saying if y'all don't know who that is, look at the Center for the Aces, the um, Nevada Aces. And um, also, I just want to give a major shout out. Not only am I going to be doing the show on Friday, but I also in a movie. My man Mike Anderson did a movie called a Polished Soul. I'm in a movie, go to my, uh, to my Facebook page right now, Kareem Bishop Omega. And the link is there. Download the joint. It's only $8. Spend $8 with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that ain't even the yeah. shape up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? I got me a nice little party. Join me and my man, Josh or whatever, please support the movie. And also tell me, tell us what you think. You know what I'm saying? Tell me, tell me what you thought about my role. I'm cool with it, but I just want y'all, I want this to be on Netflix. So everybody can stream it. So, but right now it was for purchase for $8. So, and the links is on the thing. So, thank y'all, man. I'm going,
3: I'm going to.
4: That walk. is yo, business,
1: I met old girl it's from the rib. Aces, man. I met old girl. Did you talk about met? You met, you met her? Aces. Yeah, my, my cousin used to play for her, for them. My cousin, Ty. For real? Yeah, Ty. She used to play for the Aces. Yeah.
4: That's what's up, yo. She
1: is. Well, look. Awesome.
0: Make sure you're checking out Bishop Omega and checking out the, checking out the Intelligently Ratchet crew tomorrow, okay? Make sure you, yo. Yep. Make sure you're checking uh, checking front porch discussions on uh, six fifteen on th- on Thursday, uh, where we you know where we are doing the uh, straight tape um, front porch discussion mashup part two. Mm-hmm. And get your yeah, dinner cooked early. Sheesh. Exactly. And be, look. And and if you got time, you, you, well, get your tickets for the show at the poorhouse before the joint sells out. Okay. It's going to sell out. It's going to yeah. sell out. So, for the uh, First Lady of S2T, the quintessential hip-hop mom, Keisha Woodway. Bye.
3: See you on Friday. If I don't, I don't. You're going to miss it.
0: <laughs> um, Our social media assassin for the 2-1, Mr. Rob the Actual.
2: Yo, peace. Hey, thanks for uh, checking in. My man Sledge on the check in. What's up,
0: bruh? And of course The comedian Tigo DeGael.
1: You know y'all stay safe from this whole Amarion uh, variant that's going on. <laughs> yeah. oh, my oh, that ass, ass that ass was twit- trending on you Twitter
3: yesterday because yeah, everybody renamed the variant Omarion instead. So y'all watch out for the <laughs> This nigga touched. thought he was doing out. something.
1: so you don't get touched.
3: Touch, <laughs> touch.
2: He was like, yeah, "Damn, I'm trending." He thought he was a He thought he was doing some shit, but No, no,
0: not you. That's so
3: disappointing. That's like when your phone rings. Or you was bling, you get a message, you like, oh yeah, and you pick up your phone, it's your mama. He, already, he
1: was already trending. He was already trending with that crazy dance. That old, yeah, yeah. That, but Mar- it that Mar- had died down. That had died that down. Had died. Soon as soon as that died down. Here comes Omnicron. It comes Mar- <laughs> Mar- yeah. Mar- Here comes
3: the
5: Marion. Here comes the
0: Ladies Mar- and gentlemen, it's your man C Perry the second. We will see you next week. You know, same time. Come through. Enjoy. As always, enjoy the week.
3: I'm going to have new birthdays.